3: oh ah. what's up everybody oh hi everybody it's uh it's the best show hey it's me tom i'm talking in a normal voice that's some weird announce oh sorry the, sorry dude that was not a dig at you buddy you know that you know that you know that, duty, yeah, right? It felt like it. No, I mean, look, I've done announcer voices for years. For years before I even knew you were walking this earth. I did a uh, voice like, and look, I, I do it because I'm jealous. I'm jealous. That's why. I wish I could do that voice. But I only have this one lowly, screechy voice that I actually auditioned for a uh, a, a, a thing with this voice and somebody, uh, they, the person said, well, there's only one of you. That's when I wish I could come in and talk like, hey, everybody. I want to tell you all about the 38 special Rock Block we have coming up next. And if you're excited, we're going to hear something from Steppenwolf coming up later in the program. Born to be wild. And then maybe we'll take a trip on a magic carpet ride. I can't do that. You can do that. I'm not good. There's only one of me. The woman in that audition said it. She meant it as a bad thing. I mean it as a good thing. And I mean it as we're going to start the best show now. It's the only thing I got is that voice. It's it. It's all I got, dude. You don't take that from me. Don't take it from me. And guys, seriously, let's order some pizza before the snowstorm. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome here. I welcome you to the best show. What's up? We're doing it here on a Tuesday night here in early March of 2018, a night where those of us living in the New York, New Jersey area are bracing ourselves for a snowstorm. going to roll through look out man it's coming and it's great when everybody's like I don't know maybe it'll be 3 inches maybe it'll be 14 inches that's great when it's an hour away yeah not sure how bad this will be I'm telling you right now this thing starts coming down hard I'm out of here Mike you hold it down it's your show. The the With the four of us, Snowden? Me? You? Dudio? Pat? Pat's dog? Yeah, we'll just keep the show going. Well, that'd be a fun night. All the way through the snowstorm. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, great. Mike's got his sleeping bag in the car. Oh, goody. Well, you let me know how that goes? Everybody keep it locked in here. AP Mike's going to keep the show going. I'm getting out the first snowflake. I'm in my car. But it's it's like a movie, Mike. It's like when the, the boss gets into the helicopter escaping on the roof. You're the guy who tries to get in the helicopter and I kick you. I kick you as the helicopter's taking off. You know that guy in the movie. Ned Beatty played that guy often. Let's get out of here, boss. What do you mean, we? Foot. Foot. Like, I guess I have to step on your fingers on the those, like that helicopter landing. Like the, like the what are those called on the helicopter? Like the bar, like those landing bars? Seems that's what everybody hangs on to. Why don't bad guys just get rid of those bars? They seem to be the undoing of all the bad seems like that's what the hero's always still hanging on to. Why wouldn't you just get rid of them? Yeah, then you figure that you figure that out. You're smart enough to be a bad guy, you can be smart enough to figure out alternate landing gear on a chopper. But I'm telling you, and no offense to you, Mike. There's only room in this chopter this chopper. And don't worry. Studio and Pat are in the same boat. It's going to be me and Pat's dog. Come on, get in here. Get in here, Fido. I'm not even sure what the name Pat's dog is. Fido? What's that? Jar Jar? What is it? Jar Jar. What a weird... Jar Jar B. As if he's in the witness relocation program. Jar Jar B. No, it's Jub Jub. Great dog. But don't worry, it'll be me and Jub Jub in the chopper. We'll be escaping. And you guys will be back there. You get to hang out with the, 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 the good guys. Who did we just hear? Royal Trucks. Yeah. Yeah losing losing his cool out there. What's wrong? He's whimpering. Feed, feed your dog. <laughs> we just heard Royal Trucks from their hit album Cats and Dogs, one of my favorite albums by them, and one of my favorite albums, Period. The flag. And that is, uh, I guess, one of the many reissues that Royal Trucks are going to be doing. I think the the whole catalog is being reissued on, uh, what label? Let me type this in here. Royal Trucks reissues. Yes, it's going to be reissued on the label called Fat Possum. How about that? And they're also working on a new album. Can't wait. 30-year anniversary, man. This year, Royal Trucks. Let that sink in. 30 years ago, that first album fell from outer space onto everyone's head. And people still can't figure it out. You ever hear Twin Infinitives, Mike? I'm sending you home with that you wrap your head around that you find yourself you you will you'll be laying in the snow you'll need to cool your head off you listen to that you'll run outside stick it in a snowbank can you play it at the bar sure it would be the kind of thing either would make everybody super angry or they'd be like yeah we get this we've we've been here this this record is telling our story I love Royal Trunks. Can't wait. New album. Who's good here? Three. Line three. Line three. Welcome to The Best Show. Hello. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Uh,
1: Annabelle from Brunswick, Ohio. I called in last week.
3: How are you, Annabelle, in, in Ohio? What's going on tonight? Ah, how
1: much. I have the SAT tomorrow and I'm stressed about that.
3: The SAT? Yes. That's like a high school thing? Yep. I did so bad on my SAT.
1: I'm pretty sure I'm going to do bad on
3: mine. I'm pretty sure you'll do better than I did. Thank you. What number do you think I got on my SAT?
1: Uh. God, I don't even know
3: what the highest number. is. Don't worry. Is. What the? Don't worry. You should ask yourself what the lowest number is. Three hundred. Well, not that bad. What do you think? I'm.
1: Listen, all right. I'm I, making guesses here. I, I only got so
3: much. Mike wants to know if I broke a thousand. What do you think I broke a thousand, Annabelle? Annabella. Yeah, Annabella anything. or Annabelle. Annabelle. Annabelle like in like uh like in uh, in uh Bow wow wow or was that Maybe. annabella um it's neither here nor there look so do you think i broke a thousand on my SATs?
1: yeah i have faith in you
3: yeah well you you, you that's a misplaced faith I'm not smart. I'm, I'm every time I say that, everybody thinks, "Oh, you're smart." Stop it. No, <laughs> not by not by normal metrics. I'm not. Normal metrics. I'm not smart. That's a mood. I I almost broke a thousand. Not smart. I, I told you.
1: I mean, you know, that's good. On my practice SAT, I almost broke a thousand, but like.
3: But now look at me. Look at where, look at, I'm living the life I want to live, right? I'm doing what I want to do. SAT, yeah. that don't mean nothing. You do what you, you do what you want to do, Annabelle. Now, you're the singer? Are you the singer? Is that correct?
4: Yes, I am. That's me.
3: How did your, how did your big performance go last weekend?
1: Uh, we did great. We got straight ones, which is the best that you can get.
3: Okay. Congratulations.
1: Thank you.
4: And so we're
3: moving on to states. That's great. Yeah. And that's it when oh, I'm hoping you square off again. I hope you win Ohio and then you do battle and then New Jersey just cleans your clock. Cause you're going to, you're going to come and try to do the thing against New Jersey and you're going to be doing like, like, blah, 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 whatever. What's that? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Whatever that song's called. But you go New Jersey, New Jersey choral group, you know what's gonna happen when all of a sudden they show up? It's gonna be straight New Jersey. What we got, what I'm not, is not a, lot, not a lot, but it's gonna oh be 60, 60 people singing, uh, singing the four seasons. And then Frankie Valley's gonna come out in the group. And sing with the choral group. What are you going to do with that when that happens? Um, pr- I'm going to hope that my choir teacher is prepared for that. The pride of New Jersey. Then all of a sudden you're going to start to hear, then you of a sudden you hear, and you realize it's, uh, it's, uh, Stan, Stanley Domesky and, 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 uh, Dave Weckerman from the Feely's are now drumming with the group. And then suddenly you hear. And all of a sudden the choral group 60 strong. In the days we sweated out on the streets of the runaway American dream. Then all of a sudden it goes to the to the low, the, the bases at night we ride in matches of glory to the sopranos
5: and suicide machines <laughs> uh
4: yeah no i don't think we could beat that no no you can't you can't new jersey is no, gonna
3: can't. beat all the states when it comes time who are you gonna get to what are you gonna get to do your thing who's from ohio Hmm. What? Who's, who's from Ohio? Who you'd get to do your thing? Would you get uh, God? I don't even know. Right? Who's like a famous musician from Ohio? That's a good question.
1: I could. If I was at the Rock Hall, I could tell you. Um,
3: hmm. Let's think. Who's just a famous person from Ohio?
1: LeBron James, I guess. That's true.
3: Well, maybe you get LeBron James comes out. Right? Honestly, I would rather not. What if the thing starts? You guys are up there singing. You guys are up there singing. Blah blah blah. Or you do that song. Oh 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 oh. Carmen Boom. Oh. Oh 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 and then mm-hmm. lebron james comes out and starts doing just dunks like in time with your with your, your choral group that would be that i might that might beat new jersey the black keys
1: are from ohio i guess according
3: yeah. to google mm-hmm. okay we'll do yeah, we can all live without that yeah look those guys seem like nice guys that's it and i like the songs i've heard with stuff uh, I, I, should, I shouldn't be too hard on that i shouldn't be too hard on those guys they seem like nice guys Nice guys,
1: nice guys. But, so, but yeah, I'm stressed about my SAT and rather than studying I'm tuning into the show because
3: well you, that makes me happier. And you know what you do? You study a little bit, you listen to the show a little bit. Because you can't go in you can't go in all tense to this thing, right? Listen. I went on in all te- all tense to the
1: uh like choir thing just listening to the episode that I called in on the bus, so mm-hmm. I mean, you know.
3: And it worked. I mean, it worked out for me, yeah. yeah. When is the SAT? When are you taking it? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, boy. you yeah. should Maybe you should study. No offense. Uh, I mean, you know. But what are you going to study at this point, right? What are you going to study? You're going to learn everything? You're a few hours away from this thing. That's not much true. At this point, you either know it or you don't know it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I
3: need to study for the math section, but I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, I'm not good at math. That might be where I ate it on my SAT.
1: That's where I started to, uh, that's where I start to fail, is the math. I can do fine on like reading and writing, but math, no, not really.
3: Just remember this. Which number's bigger, 20 or, or 4? 20. 20, okay. 3, 3 times 3 in a parenthesis, Close. Uh, open parenthesis, 3 times 3, Minus two equals what? Seven. That's right. Yeah. You're in good shape. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just hoping those show up on the thing. Which one's bigger? Four or twenty?
1: I mean, you know, they hope they do.
3: Yeah. You're going to do great. Let me know how it goes. Give me a call uh, next week or whenever, Annabelle. I
1: ah, know. I'll tweet you. That'll yeah. be good.
6: Okay.
3: You have a grand yeah. evening. You too. Bye. Yeah, not good. What did you get on your SATs, Mike? 1,200. 1, Doodio? Don't remember. Don't remember. Pat? 850. Hmm. Yeah. Not exactly the... Uh, is not exactly the, uh, the Harvard, uh, the Crimson. This is not, the Crimson is not nervous. But this force i rolling in with their, with, with their, uh, their, but I'll say this though. I'll put the brain power of this group against anybody. Sure. I barely, I, I missed a thousand by a hair. Pat missed it by a pretty wide margin. <laughs> Mike, actually, Dudio doesn't remember his, which sounds to me, you uh, Yeah, it's very, sounds like he was looking up at 850. What was yours again, Pat? 850? That's our look. I don't care. We're like the bad news bears here. We get it done. We get it done. You tell me I'm not going to go with go some things, some eggheads going to go against AP Mike talking about books. You put Mike up talking about art. I'll put him up against any of these people. Mike is, uh, Mike is, uh, look, I I tease him on the show now and again. I've given him the business. But this guy reads books. This guy reads real books, real books. He can, he can walk the walk with this stuff. Mike just said he got the final jeopardy tonight. What was it? What was it, Mike? What is Animal Farm? And I would say to that, a book. So I got it also. You're not alone.
5: Got HQ now. That's our Jeopardy.
3: He's our Alex Trebek. Rogo. Rogo, baby. Right? Who needs these other game show hosts? We got Rogo holding it down. S Rog. Sco. Sco Rogo. Right? Sco That's what we call him now. We got Skoro, Scott Rogowski, just like Scar Joe or J, J-Lo, Skoro. Line four is a good segue. Let's find out. Best show, hi. Hey, uh, you were just talking about HQ and that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. We are talking about HQ. What's your name, my friend? This is Brendan from Saskatoon. Brendan from Saskatoon, which is in Saskatchewan indeed which is in the western portion of canada yes is it british it's columbia or is or or is saskatchewan the the province it's the province yeah saskatchewan's the province which is next to british columbia
8: we've got one in the middle between us called alberta okay
3: and there are eight provinces Close, close. A little higher. Nine? No. Uh-huh. Ten? Yeah. Ten. Ten. And I could name all of them, but I won't. Look, <laughs> like I'd move to Canada. I feel like
8: uh, I'm being quizzed on my own country. It's no.
3: Good. I'd move to Canada in a heartbeat. i love it up there. Toronto? That's a great city. It's pretty good. Yeah. So I went there for the first time recently. Welcome. And I say that because it's kind of like America. I can say welcome to Toronto. When you're there, are you just like, oh, look at these people from Toronto. They think they're so much better than the rest of Canada. Is that how you feel? A little bit. Tell me, a, did you feel that at any point when you were in Toronto? Yeah. A little bit, just like oh, they think they're just what? are They just they're just like Americans. You guys it's pretty are, much that. It's all
0: subway conversation.
3: Yeah, you're just like you guys are. You got uh, newsflash. You guys are still in Canada. How many times did you think that while you were in Toronto? Mostly all the times I
8: was with people that had recently moved there. Uh huh. Yeah, they hadn't
3: quite figured it out yet. Yeah. Wow. But the Raptors did a uh we the north a couple years ago. Yeah, and they were not the most And there are multiple team.
8: teams that are farther north than that. Yeah,
3: they're not the most northernmost team. Yeah. How about that? We yeah, they're not the they are not the most northernmost team. Who's more northernmost than Toronto? Here's a question for you. Uh Portland, I think. That's, I think that's I think that's correct. Um I would say maybe the uh where are we at with uh Minnesota?
8: Quite possibly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. So anyway, you know, let's talk about HQ, my friend. What do you want? Well, I haven't heard here? the
8: show a couple weeks, last couple weeks. I was wondering if you guys have been talking about this, because uh, he sang the best show theme tonight. He did? Scott Rogowski, fella. Yeah.
3: We call him Row here. Row. Not Scott Rogowski. Row. Yeah, okay. I apologize. That's going to stick. Skoro. <laughs> You like that, Mike? Yeah. Mike's already checked out. I walked out there when I was playing the theme music. It was like more tense than it should have been with them figuring out what pizza to order. Not that it was tense. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna exaggerate it and say it was tense. It was more tense than it should have been. Figuring out what kind of pizza to get should be at zero on the tension scale. It was a soft two, which is still much higher than it should be when figuring out what pizza to get. What? What's the
8: main crux of the, uh, argue, the debate?
3: I think Pat has to persuade. Mike doesn't like good pizza, and Pat has to persuade Mike into believing that the pizza Pat's gonna order. Cause we don't go to the really good place anymore. Cause Mike doesn't like it. So now, so now we're just ordering from an okay place. Because it's closer to Mike's, Mike, Mike's taste of terrible pizza. Like I think Mike literally wants to, us to order pizza from a cafeteria. Like if a high school cafeteria could deliver, he would be happy. And if they brought the pizza in like little like heat bags, <laughs> I think that's called
8: Domino's, but I'm not sure.
3: Yes, but it's the high school pizza is a little different. Um, so anyway, Mike wishes. We I didn't could have pizza. a fancy. I didn't have a fancy high school cafeteria. We had cheese bread. You know what I'm is gonna get, you Mike? You know what I'm gonna get, Mike? For you, I'm gonna throw some Elio's in the freezer, right? The pizza comes you heat some elios up i'll get you a little toaster oven some elios you'll be you'll be like george costanza out there when he was when he tried to go to that party with ring dings <laughs> um so what about so so skoro sang the uh sang the uh the besho theme tonight
8: he did and then he even sang uh Come on, y'all. It's time to have fun.
3: Oh, that's nice. That's great. I love that guy. He's great. The show's... The the game is great. He's the best one on it. By far. And I'm glad to see him... I'm glad to see him prospering. He deserves it.
0: Have you, uh... You or, uh... Terry
8: won any money on there, at all?
3: I've won 35 times at this point. I've made about $6,000 $6,000 on HQ. <laughs> Wait, why is that funny?
9: You're beating me by about $6,000.
3: Yeah, no, I've won 35 times. And I won once, I won $3,300. $3, That's why the number is so high. <laughs> Wait, you won on, uh, on Sunday? Yes. Don't um, tell me. Yes, I won on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I've been writing questions for it now, so it's a little easier for me. I I don't know if that's as much of an advantage, because, look, I don't know the order he's going to ask them in.
8: Right, they'll come at you out of nowhere. You've got to guess.
3: Yeah. That's a question. The, this hit HBO show has uh, uh, robots in it that, uh, that are starting to get mad. Is it A, crashing, B, John Oliver, C, Westworld. Westworld. I
8: thought maybe you are making some reference to the writing staff on Crash and Be
9: Robot. Oh, earlier.
3: calm. What, are you trying to start a fight with me and them? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, get off my phone. Best Show, hi. Hi, Tom. It's Michelle the Oreo head. Oh How my. are you? I was hoping to hear from you tonight. Michelle, this is the Oreo-obsessed uh listener and friend of the show who came to the holiday party with a a, a, a cornucopia of Oreo cookies laying out a full spread. That was Dad. me, yeah. How, How many there? of those do you have left? A lot. That's good. You know what today is, right? Today is Oreo Day, National Oreo Day. You got it. How many Oreos did you eat today, Michelle?
10: I'm actually trying to cut back on sugar, so I haven't eaten any, but I did have a piece of one of those, like, Oreo, um, the chocolate bar things that are out now. It was just okay.
3: That there's an Oreo chocolate bar now.
10: Yeah, it's like, I guess it was in Germany or something, mm-hmm. and now it's in the United States and it's being marketed as a as a cool new item here in the U.S., but it's just, it's like their Cadbury chocolate and Oreo cookie pieces. Yeah. It's fine.
3: Look, Oreos you find in everything now. I can't cross the street without seeing a, 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 a dessert or a, a, a donut or whatever without a smushed Oreo on top.
10: Everything's Oreo infused now. It's the future.
3: Yeah. What do you think the next line is going to be? It would, would you eat, for example, do you eat, do you eat fish, Michelle? I do. Would you eat Oreo crusted salmon?
10: Um, I would try it. I think, like, the sweet and savory could work. I would love to try I I'm, I'm a really big shrimp person. Mm-hmm. I think a shrimp cream flavored Oreo, I would totally eat that. Ugh.
3: Like an Oreo where it's like, what's the filling taste like? Shrimp. You'd eat that? Yeah.
10: Oh, yeah, I, oh, I would try
3: it. Holy moly, I almost threw it up. It probably wouldn't
10: be good. Did you ever have those shrimp chips? No, you I don't. Don't, like don't, a,
3: don't make me throw up. Seriously.
10: It smells like food. I feel like that would be the same thing.
3: (laughs) I swear, you brought me
10: pickle Oreos? Would you try pickle Oreos?
3: Stop it, Michelle. (laughs) I'm begging you.
10: I'm just trying to be innovative. There's an Oreo dry spell right now. All they have are the reissue
3: of the Peep's Oreos. Were you trying to get a job at the Epicac Factory? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love if they'd hire me. What if they had Epicac flavored Oreos? Would you eat those? I don't know what is that. It's, it sounds, it sounds it gross. That's why it was a green it. it makes you throw up.
10: Oh yeah, I, I'd be perfect there.
3: Mm-hmm. These Oreo. This. Uh... Would you eat an Oreo if you saw an Oreo and it said this? This Oreo is Paul Simon flavored.
10: <laughs> yeah. It probably tastes like, um, I don't know. Mike? Uh, no offense to Paul Simon. He's just, he's just like a little, he's a cute little old man now. He's a little nugget. Yeah. I feel like it tastes like, uh, like a stale chicken nugget. Yeah.
3: Mike, would you eat an Oreo if it said on the packaging this is a Paul Simon flavored Oreo? You'd pass on a Paul Simon flavored Oreo. Yeah, I would too. Uh, In my
10: defense I would eat any flavored Oreo no, of course though. Like, you would. No, you're, I think you're, at this point everybody knows I would try any Oreo. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, you everybody everybody knows that once you talked about how you'd eat a shrimp flavored Oreo. Yeah, that's
10: like the that's,
3: I almost threw up. That's it. That's how you know. I really almost threw up when you said that. Don't knock it till you try it. No, I can knock that one without trying it. That that one I'm pretty comfortable knocking from a distance. Um, Thank you. (laughs) That one I will judge the book by the cover. I will knock it before trying it. Um, Yeah, no, I'm not going to walk a mile in that Oreo's uh, shoes. No, I'm knocking that one. I am going to be prejudiced against that Oreo. Straight up prejudiced. Uh Against it, fair
10: enough. Agree
3: to disagree. Yeah. Well, well, Michelle, nothing but the best to you and and the Oreo community on this day of days, na- National we, Oreo Day.
10: We appreciate it all, all from all of us to all of you.
3: You did it! You did it! Thank you! Right. Congratulations! Have a, great, have a great night. Oh, I almost lost it with that. I really almost lost it. When she said pickle Oreo, it's so gross. Yeah, I could not imagine what a Paul Simon flavored Oreo would be. Mike says it would taste like old socks. No, I think it would be just like it would be like the Oreo he ate uh, like when he was on the bus in America. He's retiring from touring. Oh no! What are we gonna do? Not get to see him. Oh, look, guy wrote good songs. Not gonna put him down too much.
5: He's kind of sucks also,
3: right? He's one of those guys where it's like, yeah, you did it. I give you credit for doing stuff. I like some of it. But you're like... You're not the... You're not like the... I don't know. It's like he... he's like you watching a guy build a ship in a bottle. That guy. Yeah. It's like that's what it, that's what it feels like. He sits down. And it's just like he's sitting there with his building a like it was sticking whatever they do to build a ship in a bottle he's just sitting there and watching them you know what i mean mike it's just like it's like it's very like it's like a task almost the songs he writes they're just like crafted things but it's like did we need this I made this ship in a bottle. Oh, wow. That's really impressive. Don't know if I need it. But you sure made the thing. You know what I mean? Oh, he has some good songs, right? Gracely, please. No, it's not. Graceland? He probably doesn't have one. His greatest hits album. What album has Mama Don't Take That Coat of Chrome? Mama Don't Take That Coat of Chrome? there goes where I'm look I like I like the hits I like the hits from this that dude yeah I like the hits don't make me listen to to uh to, uh, to Graceland though
5: oh it's the worst I gotta listen to that guy like
3: don't I'm not opening that door I'm not starting with Paul Simon It'll be the whole show. It'll be the whole show. Can't do it. All right, let's go back to the phones. Best show. Hi.
4: Hi, Tom. This is Avalanche Bob. Uh, how are you? Oh, I'm. I'm. Oh no, Tom. This is not your Avalanche Bob. This is Avalanche Bob three four from from Universe Quantum five four three nine in the Quantum Galaxy, and I am on a starship headed for Mars right now. Uh, we're calling for intergalactic communications.
3: You're calling from space.
4: Yes, we're calling for intergalactic communications. I've got uh, um, Tom Dove of uh, Sand Boys here with me. Um, the Sand Boys, let me explain something. If, have you got time? The Sand Boys were big hits back in the 60s. They are your equivalent of the Beach Boys. They had songs like uh, Sandy USA and uh, Little Lemon Drop Boat and big hits like that. And they inspired me to become what I am in my universe. And I am um, pretty big right now. In fact, I'm a star. And uh, the thing of it is that they inspired me to do the snowboard music in my universe. So that now I am um, a big star heading to do a show on Mars. Now, the reason I am calling you is because your avalanche, Bob, has struggled a long time to get a break. He's a little older, but actually he's much younger than his age. and uh, I got my break earlier than him, yeah, and yeah. things were really going great yeah. And uh, for our universe right now. Yeah. Um, uh, Elvis sure. Presley Jr. is president uh, of the United yeah, States, yeah, sure. and uh, right now it's a sunny day in Washington. Yeah, yeah. And things are really going great, and mm-hmm. uh, fanboys and still performing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, I'm going to switch you back to uh, your universe now, and... Your avalanche, okay. Bob. Okay,
3: please, please do. All right. Please, I'm ready.
4: Is that fine? Hi, yeah. Tom. This is Avalanche Bob. How are you?
3: Now, which Avalanche Bob is this?
4: No, I. This is Avalanche Bob from my universe. Which universe? Right now. All yeah, right. Um, they switched me
3: back. They switched you back.
4: Welcome no, back. Welcome back from me, outer space. And send us back to our, yeah. our universe because uh, uh, they were speaking the intergalactic communication. All right.
3: All right. Yeah.
4: How's so it, how are you tonight, Tom?
3: I'm I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm just enjoying it. Uh, and, uh,
4: so I just thought, uh, I'd say hello to you tonight you. and see how things were going. Uh, I was wondering if you might play one of my songs again.
3: We'll see. We'll see. I mean, maybe later in the show we'll get a song up. Uh, Mike, Mike was, uh, trying to figure out which one his favorite is. He's been, he told me he's been blasting oh, yeah. the all week.
4: Oh yeah, Tom, and my evil twin was uh, kicked out to that universe because they don't have evil twins there, so he won't bother you anymore.
3: Mike, Mike has been driving around, uh, listening to the album, and he said it's a great driving album.
4: Great, great, yeah, great. And uh, thank you, Tom, for all you've done for me. Never miss Bob's then Universe uh, 5349. Yeah. Thanks you retroit, okay.
3: okay? He Mike blasts the album. He he said that he was hanging out in the uh, parking lot of the quick check. Great. And he, All right. he, he said he was playing.
4: And uh, Tom, it's getting some more play on other stations and uh so I thank you so much for everything okay. you've done for me. I'm not gonna take a punk about it, yo yo, okay? All right. Rock-
3: I need one more call. Come on, get someone. <sighs> I can go to bed now after that. I can actually go to bed now. That helped. So, uh, yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, I know we talked about the movie uh, dates. We're going to send people on dates for their movies and and uh, for their anniversaries and whatnots. And we're going to start doing that. I know I'm a couple weeks behind on that. I, I have a few emails out there. I'll start doing that and sending people the money and assigning them movies to see. And we'll figure. Oh. Oh. Takes my energy. You know what I mean? I'm playing a record. I got to play a record. I can't. I can't. I can't go forward. I. I, I can't go forward. With that is that can't be where we leave off. That can't be where we leave off. I can't do it. I can't do it, Mike. I know you think it's funny. I can't do it. Here's something from, that will ramp it back up, get back on target. Black Mountain. How about that, I think I left the mic up. I don't know anymore. Mike, Mike, we'll we'll talk about the callers that are allowed through the door. Big changes, big changes. Just heard from Black Mountain. Love Black Mountain song called Woo Can, which is kind of a combination of can and uh, the kind of beat that, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is, I've never been so easily felled by, it's from the album in the future, great album on Jag Jaguar, like them, it's a great label, great. Good all around, good stuff, right? And let's go to the phones tonight. Best show, (laughs) hi. Oh, there's only one person this can be. And I kind of knew it when I heard Gonna Fly Now. And then I heard him singing We Are The Champions. We all... Wait, are you... Uh, now this is actually throwing me because there's, there's crying on the line. Is this Roy? <laughs> yeah!
11: I'm sorry, but I'm just still
3: so emotional,
11: even all these weeks later.
3: You're still so emotional. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I, the Super Bowl was a month ago at this point. I was hoping to talk to you the the week after, the Tuesday after, but I was uh, after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. But I, I was really, um, really knocked out of commission.
11: Yeah, I heard you had to cancel the show because you had a tummy ache or something, some kind of indigestion.
3: No, well, it was more like the the flu. I had. You know, you should try Tums. Have you ever remember that
11: that great song that they had that jingle? Tums for Tums, tum tum.
3: Yes, I don't know if that was so much of a jingle as something that callers have have kind of forced on me over oh, the years. Well, you
11: know, it's one I guess it's one of them things that's now it's
3: woven into the fabric of, of 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 your whole deal. Yeah, I guess it is woven into the fabric of Yeah. It I guess it ends up that You don't know where it starts sometimes. You turn around and it's it's there it and bites like bites you on the ass. Like what? It bites you on the ass. It but yeah, it bites you mm, mm-hmm. sure.
11: <laughs> but yeah. look to get to get back to the topic at, at hand. Yeah. Oh my God! You know, I always hoped I'd live to see the day that we won the Lombardi Trophy, and now that I have lived to see that day, I can un I can I can unequivocally I can
3: unequivocally unequivoc- unequivoc- aquiv- unequivocably unequivocably Aquivocab- Aquivocab- Say it again. Unequivocably. Unequivocable. Okay. I'm, I'm adding another You're syllable. You're adding right? another buh in there. Un... Unequivocable. I can't stop doing it.
11: You're... Unequivocably. There you go. Yeah. Way to go, Roy. I can unequivoc- I can unequivocably okay, just... say it's the greatest thing that's ever and will ever happen on planet Earth.
3: Okay, well, I don't know. I mean, for you maybe. Um uh, For everybody. For, okay. I, I okay. That's I guess you're you're very it means a lot to you and It means um, everything to me. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Roy, Roy, the last time we're hearing to hear from you, it's weird because the last time I heard from you, you were actually on your way out to uh Minneapolis. Like hitching a ride with, a like, a trucker or something. Wait,
11: you heard me hitching a ride with Dirty Pete?
3: Yeah, yeah, you
11: called in. Oh, I must have butt-dialed you or something. Oh, my Uh God, that Dirty Pete, what a trip he was. You know, he he picked me up in Perky-Helmanville. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hitched out there earlier that Tuesday.
3: Uh Uh-huh. So you had started your, your, your trip out to, uh, Minneapolis on going back. That would have been what, January 23rd? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And as you know, Philly
11: went nuts when we beat the Vikings a couple of days before to get in, in, into the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep. People were going crazy in the street. It was such a magical night. Uh-huh. One free spirit even drove his dune buggy up the steps of the art museum like some kind of four wheel Rocky Balboa.
3: Yeah, that that happened, and everybody saw that footage. And when I saw that, I f- I figured there's literally only one fr- person that could be that free spirit, the free spirit that was doing that one person on earth who that could be.
11: Yeah, a a true silly patriot with unsurpassed city pride.
3: Yeah, and that that was you, right, Roy?
11: Look, Police Commissioner Ross saw that footage, and unfortunately, my vanity plate was in clear view. Uh
3: Uh-huh. Well, what does your vanity plate say?
11: R O -S S S S U X
3: Raw, okay, Raw sucks. D. Oh, okay. Oh, man, that's... Yeah, not a good C, right? Yeah, no, no. So,
11: so, look, anyway, Tuesday morning after the dune buggy excursion, I'm at the pencil factory. tell They rehired me due to my flagrant and frivolous lawsuits?
3: No, I didn't know you were back at the pencil factory. They
11: had to take me back. They don't want me, and, and they make that clear every day. Anywho, I get a call from Roy Jr. that Ross's goons are at our row house looking for my ass. Okay. And then I look out the the window of the pencil factory, and I see these cops got my green and silver gremlin surrounded. My car looks just like a football helmet,
3: Tom. Okay, so it looks like an Eagles football helmet.
11: Yeah, so I sneak out the back and I hop on a bus and I boogie over Conchahawken. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm hanging out there in Wawa, and I see the cover of The Inquirer, and it says, Eagles are Minnesota-bound. And I'm like, you know what? So's Roy.
3: So that's what, that's when you...
11: That's when I got the idea, yeah. Okay. The compulsion.
3: Sure. Yeah.
11: So I make my way west to a Cumberland farms over in Perkyomenville, and that's where I met Dirty Pete. He was gassing up his rig. Uh Uh-huh. So I get in this eighteen wheeler and we go across PA through uh, through Pittsburgh.
3: Uh-huh. What a dump that is! Pittsburgh. What? A d- so you didn't like Pittsburgh? And they didn't like me. Pittsburgh didn't like you.
11: Yeah, you ain't going to believe this, Blob, but they think we're the mutants.
3: They people from Philly.
11: Yeah. Have you ever heard anything so utterly incomprehensible?
3: That the people from Philly are the mutants? Yeah, I
11: mean, I'm not sure why they hated me. I, I've been, I've been really mulling it over. I can't think of anything. All I was doing was running through the streets of Pittsburgh in my Eagles uniform singing, See me, Fear me, Revere me.
3: Uh, first of all, your voice is very... I can get up there! Yeah, that was nice. I gotta. You sense. know, I should be. I should be in like a Who tribute band, just
11: doing the matter stuff. uh Face dances to "It's Hard."
3: So you'd 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 cover everything from face dances to to "It's Hard." I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a great two album run. You could probably get Kenny Jones to drum for it. I wonder. That's a good. Do you know him? I mean, you're in you're in the business. Um, I'm not in. No, I'm not in that I'm not in the music business.
11: I, I've only had one interaction with him. You know, when they played uh when they played the Spectrum in seventy nine, uh huh. I stole his sleeveless shirt. He, he yeah. was
3: a fan of sleeveless shirts. Yep. Yeah. So well you were so but you're going up and down the streets of, of Pittsburgh singing that. I can see why people there would be upset with you. Yeah, because I had my uniform on. Yeah. Well, where where did you get an Eagles uh uniform?
11: I keep one in my work locker at all times, and also my car. Why?
3: Well, it's weird to have one on hand in multiple places. Not not just a. You're not just talking about a jersey. I'm talking the whole the whole
11: nine yards. I got my pants with the pads in them. I got my shoulder pads. I got my jersey. I got my my tube socks. I got my cleats and my helmet my sweatbands.
3: Yeah, so you're ready for I'm ready for action.
11: Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, 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 but yeah, and those Pittsburgh people were were on my on my butt like, you know, they, they were throwing stuff at me and I'm like, "What do you guys know? You put fries on your
3: hoagies." Mhm. So, that was Pittsburgh, but that's the, and that's one of the stops on the way up to uh Minneapolis. Is there anywhere else you uh you ended up?
11: Oh yeah, all through Ohio, we went through Cleveland. bunch of weak dummies there. Oh man, I tell you, Dirty Pete and I got into this huge fight over the remnants of a Clark bar, and he kicked me out in Toledo.
3: You got kicked out of the out of the I cab. I did.
11: I couldn't get a ride for like a week. Mm. People was avoiding me like I had the blueberry plague.
3: Uh huh. I think you mean the the bubonic plague. What? You said you had the Booberry Plague? Yeah. yeah. That's a cereal.
11: No, it's a, it's a plague that originated at the General Mills factory, right? You're thinking of, of Steve Austin, the bubonic man.
3: No, that's the bionic man. Who? Okay. I but, guess we could, we could discuss that all night. Of, of which one, the b- bionic man versus the bubonic plague versus yes. blueberry cereal it's
11: pro- it's probably a conversation that has never occurred on
3: earth i'm gonna say it hasn't i'm gonna say this is a first that they're uh when they look when when they say that thing where the monkeys are in a room typing on a typewriter <laughs> really? that, j- that was one of the things that inevitably had to happen but didn't happen until now i think so
11: yeah. I d- yeah, yeah. So a- anyhow, you know, I had to sleep under the Corporal Klinger Memorial overpass and steal ring dings from a nearby come and go just to survive.
3: Uh huh. Oh, that sounds pretty rough.
11: It was, but I eventually I caught a ride with a sheep farmer, just like an American werewolf in London, only I didn't get lost on the moops and then watch my cute funny friend get sliced and diced by a mutant dog. Mm. But I'll tell you, Tom, I did have diarrhea from all them ringdings.
5: All right, I
3: I don't need to hear about about that.
11: Oh, well, you know. and your listeners can read all about it on my blog, Roy's Noise.
3: What's your blog called? Roy's Noise. Roy's noise. Yeah. I'm, I'm thrown by how well that flows. Right? And also how difficult it is to, it's, it's simultaneously easy to know what you're saying and tricky to know what you're saying. Roy's noise. Yes. I'm not sure if that's some sort of medicine. Roy's noise. Mr. Pharmacist, I've got a bad itch down there. What do you recommend? Well, you should go to the aisle, go to aisle seven, and, uh, the, the toward the end, uh, top okay. shelf, there's, uh, there should be some tubes of Roy's noise down there. And that's over the counter, so that should, that should be able to clear it up. Anything stronger, you're gonna need a prescription.
7: Okay, I'll give it a shot,
11: thank you! Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Yes, yeah, So, so- Anywho, after that, I got dropped off at O'Hare Airport in Chicago the day before the Super Bowl, and th- this was insane. I sneaked into the Admirals Club, and how lucky is this, Tom? A serviceman was in the shower, and his uniform was just sitting there.
3: That it's well, oh please, this is—I don't like where this is going. A serviceman, like a like a like a a. a, a a member like an of an army dude. Yeah, an army dude. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. Please, don't tell me that you stole an active soldier's uniform while he was taking a, a shower. Stole? No. What kind of monster do you think I am? Okay. Right, I that, borrowed you, it. You Okay. Well, did you? Did you return it? No. Do you plan on ever returning it? No. Uh-huh. So you Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's borrowing. In theory, I borrowed it. Uh-huh. So but you were wearing what at the time? The football uniform still? Yeah. Did you at least trade off and and leave the football uniform behind for the soldier to have something to wear?
11: What are you on crack? I needed that uniform to represent Minneapolis.
3: Uh-huh, okay. So how did you even get on a flight to Minneapolis? I pulled a D. What's that? I pulled a D. What what does what does what is pulling a D mean?
11: Remember on what's happening when Raj rerun and Dwayne was gonna go interview the Doobie brothers and Raj's sister D got all upset and eventually they let her go too?
3: I do remember that.
11: You know what's interesting about that episode?
3: It's lost to history. What's that?
11: The Doobie Brothers wasn't supposed to be the band.
3: Who was supposed to be the band? The Jam. The Jam? So, in the plot of that episode, the Jam went to their high school? That's right, yeah. Yeah. And...
11: It, it was all written and everything, but I tell you, it all all went crazy when John Weller, Paul's dad, Paul, John Weller managed the Jam. Yes, the Paul
3: Weller's father. And he Paul was the, this, you know, this
11: tough, tough working class guy from Woken. Sure. He played real hardball with Bud Yorkin. Uh huh. And Bud was like, "No way, we got to get someone else," which is terrible because they had all this this All Mod Cons promo written into the script
3: Mm-hmm.
11: and the kids were in like target shirts and stuff.
3: So it was like a mod movement was coming to the, to the high school. The yeah. High school. Yeah. Really? Sure. And then they had to just make it the Doobie brothers. Yeah. Kind of weakened it. Right. Yeah. You know, one of the weird things that people don't talk about a whole lot is that Would. the recording that rerun made was actually released as a Doobie brothers live album. And actually sold, like, three million copies. Oh, my God. It was called Popcorn, right? Yeah. Because you hear just the sound of him munching popcorn on it. But later in it, if you keep listening to it, the songs kind of start. You can hear a little bit of it, yeah. Yeah, you can kind of tell. That was back in the days when records just sold a ton regardless. Yes, people just, there was no other type of entertainment, and you just bought records. Because that's how you got music. That's what you did. Yeah. Either you hoped that a DJ played it, or you never heard it. That's true. You know,
11: this is reminding me of one of my favorite things that that guys over 45 musicians say whenever they're interviewed. you got to remember, this was before the internet.
3: That's a, yeah. Where I love when they do that. Just to, as if nobody, as if everyone forgot that the internet is a relatively new thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. Kind of like you'd be like, "Hold on a minute." So you mean that the Beatles did not, that 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 them on the Ed Sullivan show was not on the internet at the time? You couldn't also?
11: download that that night in February.
3: Yeah. So wait a minute. I, when the when the Beatles were on it, when when Elvis was doing his '68 comeback thing, that was not a live streaming event. On, no, on, you had to just watch it
11: on the television. Yeah,
3: that was not on Vimeo
11: at the time. No, no you gotta remember that. The, yeah. You gotta I love re- being told I gotta remember something. Yeah. Oh, so look, anyway, I pulled a D. And, you know, so basically what I'm doing is I'm hovering around. I, I, I find a gate where a Minneapolis flight is going. Mm hmm. And I'm hovering around the gate, you know, and I got this really long face and I'm starting to to cry, right? I'm screaming about missing my invalid son's wedding in St. Paul. And before you know what, they gave me a ticket.
3: Uh-huh. So you made up some horrible manipulative situation. Then, then somebody, get, but they probably just gave you a ticket maybe to just, I wonder if they just gave it to you to just shut you up.
11: Oh, no way, man. I'm like Malcolm X. Free stuff X, free
3: stuff by any means necessary. Wait, Holt, you're what? Free stuff X. Part of me wants to know more about this, and part of me wants you to stop talking about free okay, stuff all right, X. I'll move on. No, I want to hear. No, I want to. I've decided I want to hear more about this. So you're like, you just are the free stuff. So, you, so Malcolm X, who's whose thing about by any means necessary, who was like an empowerment statements for a part of a movement but you're you're that but for just free stuff yeah oh it could be anything i'm soda x soda by any means necessary so look well i guess it's uh i guess you've made it fit your your world uh who am i to judge who That's am I, right. Who am I Always right. remember that. Yeah, who am I to judge? <laughs> so look, I'm about to get on the flight, and then someone
11: comes up to me, and they give me their first-class seat.
3: Uh-huh. Which I'm going to say is probably because you're wearing a military uniform that, again, isn't yours. You're saying that like it was worse than it was. Well, it, when you think about it, that somebody's in the armed services, and you steal their uniform, you're impersonating... You're impersonating someone who's in the armed forces. You're not, though. In my defense, they could have been AWOL,
11: and they could have been a war criminal. Ever think of that? I've done my research, now you do yours.
3: That's... So the guy taking a shower in the... Maybe he was washing blood off him. Maybe. Who am I to judge? (sighs) Always remember that. Who am I to judge? (laughs) Roy... who am I to judge?
11: Absolutely. So I'm sitting there in first class, having some vino and some nuts and a hot, moist towel. Uh-huh. And as people are walking by me, you know, the, the, all the plebes going to the cattle cars in the back, I'm yeah. going, thank me for my service.
3: Uh-huh. Thank me for my service. Horribly offensive.
11: No. And something oh, that no too. soldier and at one point has I, said. I had to stop doing it, but I was doing the handout for the ring kiss.
3: Which is again not a part of military protocol.
11: I think I've seen people
3: do it. A ring kiss to a soldier.
11: Yeah, I think it was in um Oh man. Ben Hur. That's not
3: the that's not I get the movies confused. Sure. That did not take place in the United States.
11: Okay. So I get to Minneapolis finally and Uh it's cold as balls. And my, my football outfit barely kept me warm. And I had to put it on top of my soldier outfit. And I'll tell you, Tom, it was quite a look.
3: To have the football uniform now over the yeah. the military uniform. Super puffy. Sure.
11: And so I'm hanging out, and they got all these cool events happening on Saturday in downtown Minneapolis. And I saw, a couple, I saw some FPs.
3: Uh-huh, some famous people. Yeah. Okay, who, who did you see? Uh, Rob Wiggle. Rob Ray, okay.
11: Yeah, I told him I couldn't wait to see his
3: new movie, Hunks on Horses. That's a movie he has coming out? Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, okay. Well, that, I I guess, maybe I'll check that out. I don't know. Hunks on Horses.
11: I also saw Bradley Cooper.
3: Okay. What what did you say to Bradley Cooper? Oh, I snubbed his ass. Uh huh. Okay, why is that?
11: I'm so mad at him because they they picked him over me for Silver Linen's Playbook. I could have brought so much to that role.
3: Uh-huh, and he knew it. That's right. I forgot you were not up for the role. You wanted to be up for the role, but the movie was pretty much done filming when you wanted to get the part.
11: I deserve that part. I'll get it someday when someday. they
3: redo it. All right. Someday for the reboot.
11: Yeah. I saw a lot of fun bands, too. Okay. Like, who did you see? They had this big concert down by where Mary Tyler and threw her hat at it, that old bag. Remember that? Oh.
3: I don't know if she threw it at someone. I thought she threw it
11: up at such an angle that she knew it was going to hit that old bag in the face.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's not how that went down, but. Okay. So, but it was
11: so cold. I could barely breathe. I saw Bob Mold Band, uh, The Suburbs, and Soul Asylum.
3: Oh, that's a good lineup.
11: Well, it was cool, but yeah, as solo as I started playing all this, like, you know, middle-of-the-road soft rock, and I was pretty gacked on Crello by this point, so I jump up on stage and I go, if you dudes don't play some pre sony jams, I'm turning this place into an ice wash. Then they started to play Freaks, uh-huh. and I, I sang lead on, like, half of it until I slipped on some ice and I took out Michael Brand's drums.
3: Okay. He was mad. I'm sure he was. You took yeah. You, you Yeah. So I'm s I'm assuming Freaks was the final song of their set. <laughs> it was, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. Um so. But you know,
11: I almost didn't make it to the game at all.
3: Uh huh. How how why why not?
11: Well, my helmet got frozen to my head and it was cutting off my circulation to my brain. Uh huh. Worse than usual. Okay. And the paramedics come and they was going to use the jaws of death to get, it, to get it off. And then they realized they were supposed to use the jaws of life. So that was a big close call.
3: Yeah, that sounds like the, I, I don't think the jaws of death should probably be used. It sounds like that's got a different, uh, purpose.
11: Well, the jaws, you know, the jaws of, of life are something that kind of pulls things apart. But the jaws of death,
3: it's basically a hatchet. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's. Um, well, I'm glad they they caught that. I am too. Thank yeah. you.
11: Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking to you.
3: Yeah.
11: yeah. Hey, Bob. Did, did you watch the broad the, the broadcast at all
3: of the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was so exciting. I did. Yes. What was your favorite commercial? I, I think mine was. Uh, <laughs>
11: You know what I'm talking about. I, I'm, I'm happy to report that the ad world's untucked shirts are still churning out Lionel Richie-based commercials like it's 2007, right?
3: Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like a lot of things that are like I'm trying to even remember the commercials. That... Well,
11: it was one of those like like is it me you're looking for things that you know that would have been. Oh, yes. Kind of funny in 2007. I'm just glad the sell date's not up on that stuff.
3: Yeah. That who's not? The sell date. Oh, the sell date. by yeah. date. Yeah, they, uh, exactly. Otherwise, there'd be some expired goods. Absolutely. Yeah.
11: Also, cheers to the UCSs who made the new M&M's commercial for adhering to the person getting run over by a speeding vehicle dictate of 2017, right?
3: Uh-huh. Which yes, they, it seems like every, it seems like every production of almost anything has someone talking in the Very street. Very casually. Yeah, and then a vehicle moves in and knocks them out of frame. It's hilarious. Yeah, who wouldn't find that to be a laugh? Laugh riot. I don't know.
11: Hey, you know what? I'm calling for a boycott of CBS.
3: Uh-huh. So uh, why is that?
11: Well, if you would recall, d- during the broadcast, they played Boston's Jay Giles Band, the band Boston, Minneapolis uh, indie rocker Semisonic, Prince, but not one note by Philly's Patti LaBelle, Hall and Oates, the OJ's, not even the sadistic exploits.
3: Okay, so you you were you're mad that they did not honor they did not honor. L- l- other Philly acts absolutely it's criminal, yeah to not have not have played intro or outro music of uh sadistic exploits
11: no dead milkmen, no ruin mcrad dick tracy uh the allen man band Kurt vile
3: yeah they really they i guess they 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 dropped the ball, so to speak they pulled a real choke job, yeah, yeah. They they sure did. So where where did you actually watch the game from? In the stadium. Wait, what, what do you mean? You said you just watched the commercials during the uh, game.
11: Hey hey Einstein, it's twenty eighteen. I stuck my Panasonic portable TV player into
3: the game. Wait, so you you did actually make it into the stadium? Oh yeah. But you're not somebody who has a lot of money. I know that. And those tickets were going for, like, thousands of dollars by that point.
11: Oh, silly man. When has not having a ticket ever kept me from doing anything? My motto has always been, no ticket, no problem.
3: That's been your motto. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So... You seem to have a fair amount of mottos.
11: I do. You know, I think any well-rounded man of my age has them.
3: Has a a handful of mottos.
11: Yeah, don't touch that thing in the store unless you're absolutely sure you can take it out.
3: Uh-huh. And then the the whole by any means necessary. Yeah. Motto. My 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 other motto, one of my many is,
11: look, the the world is here for my taking.
3: Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a kind of... Sure, okay. So how did you get into the Super Bowl? Well, here's what happened. I played the wounded soldier card
11: to get in, Uh but I didn't have no seat, right? So I just kind of hovered around, and then I found a little perch to sit on and watch the game. Uh I'll tell you, man, being in that stadium while we was kicking New England's ass was the greatest night of my life, by far. Nothing has ever come close.
3: Well... You you should probably be careful saying stuff that that big because it's like you know what what if like your wife and and three kids are are listening to this and hear you say something like that who who your your wife Rhoda and you got three kids is Roy Junior oh yeah Rhoda right Junior right. Okay. And then what, Little Reuter.
11: Yeah, yeah. Well, look, they, they know I like them, but you know, they also know that, as it says on the Liberty Bell, nothing, not even nine family ties, shall usurp the holy bonds of bladder ball. See, Blob, back in the 1400s, they called football bladder ball because the ball was made from tied-together frog bladders. Th-
3: so... Th- I didn't, that's, I didn't know it was frog bladders? Oh yeah, and they're tiny, so it takes like a thousand of them. That doesn't sound accurate. I've done my research. Now you do yours. Uh huh. So, I mean, I know they also call the old pigskin.
11: They call you that? That's so, that's so mean. They don't
3: call me old. Who calls you that? Nobody calls me old pigskin. Well, I'm gonna call you that now. Is that great? No, I please... Can I don't. please call you that? No.
11: Okay. So, look. I was sitting there, and I, I was repping for all those that, that that came before me who couldn't be there to see such a glorious event. Uh-huh. My dad, silly boy Ray. My mom, silly girl Cheryl. My sister, Roxborough Roxy. Mm-hmm. My brothers, Schuylkill, Steve, Ridge Avenue Rick, and Wawa Wayne, and my grandma, Manny Yunk Myrtle.
3: Wow, it's uh, um, I I I don't think I've ever heard you mention any of those relatives before all the time we've talked, Roy, and um, it's clear you're very affected by that and that kind of repping for them. That night, uh, seems to have meant a lot and that, you know, I guess I'm sorry for, for all your losses.
11: Oh, they're all still alive. They're just too lazy to get off their asses and do stuff.
3: Wait, they're, they're all alive? Yeah. What, like your, you said your grandmother? Yeah. How old is your grandmother?
11: 142. You know, she, she had Ray very late in life. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll tell you she's so funny. She loves to just sit in that rocker all day and night, being very silent and thin. Mhm.
3: Well, Roy, I got to say it sounds like your parents might have uh and Don't don't take this the wrong way like a, like a little bit of a a, a psycho kind of thing going on in the in their house.
11: You don't know the half of it. And anywho, I, I couldn't help thinking about them and all the f- other Phillyites who waited for us to win our first ever Super Bowl. And I, I was crying half the time as we scored all those points. You know, we really pulled it together as a team and we really, we really
3: did our best to uh-huh. beat them. All right, well, can I, can I just say, it, it, it? it's one of my uh, pet peeves. When anybody talks, a a fan of a team talks about the team and they say we and us. And when you're talking about the football team, it's, it's, it's not accurate, you know, because you're, you're, you're talking like, like you actually had anything to do with the actual win, but you were a spectator. No, I did. I did have something to do with the win. No, you didn't. You watched the game. You said you were on like a perch or something, watching the game. I kicked that forty-six yard field goal. Yeah, R- Roy, you did. You didn't kick the field goal. That was what was that kid's name? Uh Jake Elliott. He's a rookie on the Eagles who kicked that field goal. Oh, ye yeah, of little faith. Of little what? Faith. Faith. You ever heard that expression? Oh ye of little faith? Yeah, Rod Stewart coined it. A little face?
11: Yeah, the first time he met Kenny Jones and Ronnie Lane.
3: Uh huh. He said, Oh ye of little face.
11: Yes, because they're tiny compared to him. He's Uh not huge either though.
3: No, no. I think it was great that the rest of the small faces were like, this guy Steve Marriott is a real pain. He's leaving to go be a big-time rock star. Well, we'll show him. We'll get a singer that is not going to do what Steve Marriott just did to us. Our new singer is a guy who's going to be happy to be in the band and just go along with being a member of a rock group. His name is Rod Stewart.
11: And he's going to be a team player for life.
3: Yeah. We're just going to be a band now with no no lead singer thinking he's better than everybody very, uh it's ironic. Very ironic,
11: it yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah,
3: but look, don't don't divert the subject. No, no, no. I I, look, I'm Google. not. I'm googling the kick right now. I wish you would. I am. Oh my god, that's actually that is you. <laughs> <laughs> it's his uniform, Jake Elliot's uniform, and his helmet. But that's your face. Yeah. Not bad for an older dude, right? Yeah, that kick. That's an amazing kick. Right? This is insane. How how did that how did that happen? I brady bunched it. I, I don't know what that means that you brady bunched well,
11: it. Remember when Marshall wanted to get down with Davy Jones and she and Greg pretended to be room service waiters at his hotel?
3: I do remember that.
11: Well, I did a tweak on that. I was watching the game from my perch, but I I needed to be on that field, right? It's like when I go see Blueyster Colt, I gotta be on stage with Buck and the Boys, right? So I run up with my cowbell for DFTR, and I start I start honking on it, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah, for for DFTR. Don't forget the reaper. Yeah, no, I I knew what it was okay. Uh, and so when you do that, uh, do they throw you off the stage every time? Why? Yeah, okay. That's, uh, you know, never mind. Just go, go back to the, the football game.
11: Okay, so I'm standing there, and I see this big empty Gatorade container in a hallway, and I get this big idea. Uh-huh. I'm looking around, and I, I see that someone is just going up to, to, to use the can, but he's left this big Eagles jacket on his seat. So I go, and I put it on. And I grabbed that Gatorade jug, and I head to the sidelines really purposely, mm-hmm. and this big security guy stops me, and he goes, where's your pass? And I said, I accidentally flushed it down the toilet, and I was lucky it wasn't around my neck, because that would have sucked donkey, A, and B, you and your crew of $8 an hour lowlifes would be fishing my beautiful but bloated corpse out of the pipes right about it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he looks me up and down, right? And he goes, "Son, that's the most silly thing anyone has ever said to me, and you're the most silly-looking cat I ever seen on your way." And he let me scoot through.
3: Wow. That that's incredible.
11: So I'm hanging out on the sidelines, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to be kind of inconspicuous. But I'm really excited, right? I'm yelling stuff like, Hey Belichick, what West Side Story gang member did you have to zip gun to get that sweatshirt? Remember his sweatshirt?
3: Yeah, he always has these stretched out, cut, like, was that a cut off one?
11: It looked like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it either like West Side Story or, or Patty Smythe and Scandal.
3: Yeah, like, 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 uh, Flashdance.
11: Exactly, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's so
11: as off. the game goes on, I'm sucking down all these Jello shots that Jello Man gave me. Okay. He was selling them outside the stadium.
3: Jello Man was. He was.
11: He was shirtless. too. It was like ten degrees. Uh huh. Okay. So I'm getting real toasty, right? Okay. Now it's the fourth quarter, and I'm thinking, you know what? This is great, but I gotta get in this game.
3: I gotta play. Uh huh. Well, can I can I ask? Have you ever played football before? No. No? No!
11: So I'm standing there, I look over, and I see Jake Elliott. He's doing these practice kicks, right? hmm And I go up to him, and I, I'm looking real mean, and I go, Look, man, I know your secret shame, and if you don't let me sub for you, I'm going to expose your ass to the world. And he looks at me, and he's terrified. And he goes, Uh, 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 Okay, let's, I'll 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 give you my uniform, okay? Just please don't expose me. Uh It was a total bluff on my part, right? Uh Uh-huh. How did I know he had secret shame? It was like God Almighty playing with that idea in my head, Tom.
3: That he, uh, (laughs) to to tell this guy you're going to ruin him.
11: Yeah. Yeah, and now I'm like wondering, what is this little
3: perv into? Have you heard anything? Uh, because you spooked him so much? Yeah, like he was obviously hiding something. Yeah, no, I haven't heard anything. Okay,
11: so I get the uniform on, and then like with a minute to go, Coach Peterson calls calls for a field goal. Uh-huh. And, and it's a long one. Yeah, yeah. And all the guys are like, I can tell the guys are kind of nervous, right, because it's a long field goal, and they're patting me on the helmet going, you got this, Jake. So as I'm running out there on the field... I'm praying to Tom Dempsey, the half-footed patron saint of field goal kicking. I go, Tom, if you let me make this, I'll try to be as cool as I can to most of the people in my life. But not my mailman, Herbie, because I'm like 70% sure he's stealing my spank mags. Okay. So I'm all lined up, right? And The snap comes, the ball goes down, I run to the ball, and bam, it goes through the uprights.
3: Well, it's it's completely insane, and I got to say, I I would not believe any of this if I wasn't actually watching it with my own two eyes. And the cool
11: thing is, I ain't never kicked a football in my life, but I guess kicking on them empty yingling kegs in the dumpsters over the last forty years really paid off. Uh,
3: I guess it must have. Yeah. Also, I did a couple bumps before I went out there. Oh, great! So you did you did coke. You're going to tell me that Roger Staubach
11: and Tom Landry wasn't having rails parties between halves? No way, no a day.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I've probably seen footage. Who am I to judge?
11: I don't know. You should. That's a good mantra to have, though. Anyway, we win, and I went crazy. And I'm just, like, going up and down the sidelines kissing all the players.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, what did they say when you started doing that? Hey, dude, get away from me. Uh Uh-huh. Then I started kissing all the cheerleaders. Uh Uh-huh, and what did they say when you did that? Hey, dude, get away from me. Uh Uh-huh.
11: So then I I look up and I I see Mayor Kenny. He's on the field. He came out from Philly. Okay. And and he still thinks I'm Jake Elliott, so he offers me a ride home on his private supersonic jet. Okay. I go okay, and I took the jet back to Philly, and I was home in time to celebrate on the streets with
3: my people. You actually and made it back to Philly to be a part of that I did, and boy, those were some celebrations right yeah.
11: finally, fifty some years later, the world sees what a real Super Bowl celebration should be,
3: uh-huh, and um I gotta say that th- it was a very it was huge, and there's uh, there's a lot of pictures online. I actually found a website that was kind of collecting all of the stuff and i saw your face come up over and over it's like you're in every photo
11: (laughs) right you see the one of me doing the philly fly on the ritz carlton awning
3: yeah that was really stupid and you jumped off the awning of the the ritz carlton hotel and and clearly you almost killed yourself
11: Oh, you know what? If I'd have croaked, it would have been totally worth it. My name would have been spoken of with the same reverence as, I don't know, Ben Franklin, Joe Frazier, Frank Rizzo, founding Hooters bassist Bobby Woods.
3: Yeah, in the same, the same reverence. I think so. Yeah. You know what else? This is
11: huge news, and I'm, 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 I'm I'm dropping it on your program. Okay. They're reviving Philly International Records just to put out an album of my police scanner reports from that night.
3: Wait, your police scanner reports? Yeah. Like Yeah, like,
11: uh... Here's, here's an example, like... White male in eagle's jersey smashing windows with a shellacked hoagie on Sansom Street. White male in flyer's jersey in a dune buggy doing donuts around the Liberty Bell. White male in a Sixers jersey unfurling a giant white sheet with the words, Philly Rules, Pats Blow Wiener, from the top of City Hall. All kinds of stuff like that. It's awesome. And you know what? They're gonna lay that stuff over unused OJ
3: tracks. It's gonna be called, Flagrantly Taking It to Nim Streets. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I, I think it's, uh, you know. I think it's, it's 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 an eventful thing. It was an it was a once in a lifetime kind of thing. I'll have
11: Gambling Huff send you a uh, promo, maybe if you're nice.
3: Oh, okay. Well, jeepers, I'll try to be on my best behavior then. Oh my god! What? Oh my god! Hey, what what's wrong? I just got a text from Coach Peterson. Uh-huh. He must be listening
11: to the show.
3: Oh, uh oh. So, he, he, he must be furious that you actually, what you actually did to, uh, pretending to be Jake Elliott, huh?
11: Quite the opposite, my friend! He said he wants me to be the new starting kicker for the Eagles! What? Yes! Oh my god, this is so, this is such great news because it means I can quit my job driving a water ice taxi!
3: Uh huh. A, a water ice ta- a water? Uh, ice taxi. So you have to say it correctly, not water. You have to say water. What? And, I can't. Yes. Say, My mouth don't make that. Say now. it correctly the way someone from New Jersey says it. Water. W-A-T-E-R. Yeah. You say water. We say the word correctly here, which is water. W-A-H-T-E-R. <laughs> say, right. it like, say it like the word is supposed to be said. Water. Water. Um... Well, look, I've heard of ice taxis, which are the those cars with the they have like these special studded tires that ferry they kind of bring people across lakes, like frozen lakes, up in Canada, I think. But what what is a water ice taxi? Well, you know, it's 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 a street
11: ready taxi cabin in the traditional sense, but it runs on water ice instead of gasoline.
3: Um, uh, I don't follow it, so uh, but that's very, it sounds like a very strange, It's very weird. How, how does that even work? Well, just like there are different octanes, different
11: flavors improve or decrease performance. Like, uh, you know, lemon-lime really gives the taxi pep, while fudge makes it really sluggish.
3: So you just go and you put scoops in the gas tank, and then all, all, off you go?
11: I wish no, because the water ice is kind of thick at first. It requires an ice jockey to sit on top of the engine to keep the engine from gumming up. Mm-hmm. It's a whole deal.
3: Yeah. Okay. Right now,
11: my nephew, Unc Paul, he's filling that role for me, but yeah. he's a whole issue of and unto himself. I'll uh-huh. tell you, this yeah. guy's a piece of work.
3: Well, that sounds that sounds a little rough.
11: Yeah. Well, thankfully, it looks like them days are behind me now. But I'm the new starting kicker for the Eagles. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go house hunting over Cherry Hill, uh-huh. Chestnut Hill. Sorry, Cherry Hills, where I was earlier today, and I, I don't want to talk about what I did.
3: Yeah, Cherry Hills in New Jersey. Uh, well, but Chestnut Hill yeah. is a pretty, pretty hoity-toity section of town, right? Oh, yeah, a lot of big wigs live there.
11: But, you know, most of them have sticks up their a's. Yeah. They all need a fun enema, and I'm just the guy to administer it. Oh, that's it. worse than...
3: I wish, you'd, I wish you'd go back to talking about the sticks.
11: Oh, you don't want to hear about a fun enema?
3: <laughs> no, I don't. It's one word. I don't, I don't. I might trademark it. Don't you trademark it. I'll be so mad at you. You have a clear path to it, Roy.
11: Tell your listeners not to. Okay. I want you to say the following sentence. All listener, none of my listeners can none, can trademark the none, word fun enema. None
3: of my listeners can trademark the word fun enema. I knew I'd make you say it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at I you. roll. Uh-huh. Oh.
11: Oh, my God. I'll tell you, I can't wait to drive my gold dune buggy into Urban Outfitters CEO Richard Haynes Foyer and do a couple Roy Nuts. That's
3: my patented brand of donuts. Okay, yeah, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Oh, are you in the NFL? Um, no, I'm not. Then shut your
11: mouth, you mother... Nobody.
3: Oh, oh, so I'm a nobody now, because you just found...
7: Ziggler,
3: Ziggler, okay, and there he goes, wow, wow, how about that, Mike, yeah, yeah, he got through, Speaking of getting through the phone lines, i uh, got a couple lines open here, 201-332-3484 if you want to call in and be a part of the show here. Um, yeah, we got a, a Roy, mm, done with callers, I think, Mike, or certain, some callers. Let's, 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 let's do every other week or every three weeks with certain callers. Okay. You got me? How's that pizza? Good. Was it, was it, it wasn't too good though, right? Fitting your, 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 uh, requirements. Could have been cheesier. Yeah. Cause that's always the issue. Not enough
5: Cheese. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, Mike, huh? What are we gonna do here?
3: I'm gonna talk about uh Oh, meet my friends the friends. The Friends podcast. Season two starts again on Monday. Season one already in the in the in the bank. Already in the books and the banks. We did it. It's already done. Season 2 is underway. Each episode is a, uh, a recap of an episode of Friends. There will be 236 episodes of the show. And But something's different now. Shows behind... Uh, it's starting off uh, for people who subscribe, who support the best show through Patreon only. For, to, to start with, you go to, it's, now Patreon is this site where people can, can support the the, the 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 best show. You go to patreon.com slash the best show and you go and you can, you do it and you give what you can. And anybody who's giving $5 or more a month gets access to all this audio that we try to do. We try to do as much of it as we can. And the the meet my friends, the friends episodes are, are going to appear first for Patreon subscribers. And then a couple weeks later, they will be available to everyone. So, but if you want to get in early on it or not get in late, I should say, patreon.com slash the best show. And you can also support the show that way because we don't have ads. We don't, we don't do that we uh we only the the show keeps going thanks to the support of listeners and we appreciate it and it's what keeps uh what keeps what keeps us moving here and uh yeah also want to let you know, uh, fr- a friend of the show, uh, if you, if you're in the New York City area and you're a responsible person who is looking to maybe do a job, uh, like a, like a cool cleaning service, uh, team clean, and they're looking to hire people in New York, it's a really cool cleaning service. Our friend, uh, who runs that is looking to hire people. So if you need a job, uh friend, Kansas, if you need a job, you shoot me an email. I'll forward anything along. I don't know what contact info would be, uh, uh, the right contact info, but I can forward that along. And, uh, yeah, it's a good thing. If you, the people need jobs, you're in New York, you need a job. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll pass it along. Maybe you get something to, uh, Pay the bills and uh, do something. Uh, you get to clean some uh, cool people's apartments. <clears throat> nice show. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi. Welcome. Hey, you're on the show. Hello. Yeah. Hi. What? Hi. It's it's me, Tom. What's I up? I can I can barely hear you. Well, I don't have to tell you, Chief. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Yeah, no, you hold on. Get off my phone. No more calls the rest of the night. Mike, you're off for the rest of the night. The phones are shut down now. No more calls for the rest of the evening. Yeah, we're done. No more calls for the rest of the show. If you wanted to call, see what next week brings. Hmm. Okay, not doing this how many people thing. It requires callers. Not doing that. So, yeah, so the Oscars was on Sunday, and I did not watch. I didn't watch. I not watch the Oscars. Well, I told you, I don't watch award shows. I stopped a few years ago. Didn't, uh, they always make me feel bad, these award shows. Cause it's just like, look, I work in this field and I'm, I'm at home watching the thing, but I'm not there. But you know what? I wouldn't want, I don't think I want to be there either. I don't think I want to be there either. Actually, you know what? I'm lifting the thing because we're waiting for one call from a friend is going to call in, but uh regular callers see what next week brings. There we go. That's the regular. That's the front. All right. What's up? I'm just getting a pen. Oh, yeah. you getting a pen. See, we got a real pen shortage out here. Do you really? Yeah. Is there a pen shortage? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll work. There's one working pen. And Mike won't share it. All right. I'll bring some pens. I'll bring some pens. We'll get some pens up in here. Pen shortage. You know we have a shortage of is a good caller shortage. Right? Let's go to the phones. We're going to talk to a friend here. I'm being told on the hotline, a friend of the show is calling in. Welcome. Hi. To whom am I speaking?
1: Hello. This is Miss Alex White from White Mystery. What's up, Tom?
3: Not a whole lot. Miss Alex White. Now, people, I'm going to say this. If you're just <laughs> like, if you're saying to yourself, who's this? Who is Miss Alex White? Well, I'm going to say this. First of all, what's wrong with you? You got to you got to get your head in the game. The... Uh, <laughs> There's this band called White Mystery, and it's Alex White, Miss Alex White, and her brother, whose name is Francis. And they're out there, they're touring around. They've been doing this for 10 years now, right? 10 years?
1: Yeah, it's our 10 year band anniversary on 420.
3: So, because you formed the band on 420? Correct. Back in 2008. Yep. And now 10 years later, you look and suddenly 10 years has gone by. And you and Francis, this duo, have been holding this thing down. And you've put out how many albums? How many white mystery albums are there?
1: So well, We actually just announced that we're dropping our ninth album on 420 called Hellion Blender. Okay. And uh I was just on your show recently when we were in New York. Mm-hmm. And got so much feedback from people, it was kind of incredible. I was like, I gotta talk, I gotta call
3: Tom again. See what's Good. up. Yeah, look, you call any time you want, Miss Alex White, <laughs> and you say whatever you want because I'll say this: if you have not heard White Mystery, first of all, we'll play something from this new record, Hellion Blender. And what does that mean, Hellion Blender? So it's
1: it's it's a little boy's name. Uh, it's a little fictional character, which a lot of our albums are kind of concept albums. And, uh, cause you know, we're brother and sister, we're in the car all day. We have this opportunity to like really flesh things out. So it's sort of the story of Hellion Blender.
3: So this album is, is a concept album. To a I guess,
1: I guess. So, yeah.
3: <laughs> and it's you, this is the ninth white mystery album called Hellion Blender. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's up my friend? Pat's dog, uh, Jar Jar Binks, keeps opening the door. That's you've right. got a dog in there. There's a dog in the studio. Oh my um, gosh! So, <laughs> so, so you did this ninth album. It's the tenth anniversary of the band, and this band, yep. it's just the two. It's 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 Miss Alex White on guitar and vocals. I'm telling you, first of all, you you people, you hear this her voice. And her guitar playing, this is the heaviest, this is, a, this is like, it's like a force of nature. She's blowing out the speakers with the voice, and then the guitar is as heavy as can be. It's like a rock. You set the pace. You set the pace with this. I'm telling you, you're great.
1: You're, you're flattering me, Tom. I love your show, and it's crazy. Since I was on, I've gotten so many tweets from so many people. That cute poster came out. That was like a collage of all of the different characters and the little vape dummy and all that stuff and Yeah. Uh <laughs> and you were on a lot there. has changed. Yeah. I know. I was so flattered. Yeah.
3: And we can hear by the way you say flattered, you are from Chicago.
1: <laughs> yes. Tonight we're in Kansas City though, so we're on tour. We're going to South by Southwest. We're playing, you know, fifteen shows in Austin next week. Um we're in Kansas City tonight, we're playing St Louis tomorrow. So we're on the road. It's chilly. Uh, we're bringing our little Chicago flavor to all these places, and uh, I'm excited about this MC5 anniversary that got announced today. I don't know if you saw that. I heard
3: it. It's the 50th anniversary of their album, Kick Out the Jams.
1: Yeah, and you know, Sabbath, Zeppelin, Orange Ants, all of these different, um, really, like you're talking about, Forces of Nature started in 1968. You know, and and that's fifty years, half a century, right now where
3: we're at. Well, ten reflecting years ago, on I'm that. I'm not even worried about those fossils, though. I love them all. <laughs> I love them all. I'm worried about not even. I'm not worried. I want to Be talk worried. about the tenth anniversary of someone who's still out there, a duo still out there kicking it in their original original wave of inspiration. True. It's you and your 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 brother. Ten years. Yep,
1: and it, you, it flies, Tom. It's yeah. like scary because when we when we started this band, a decade felt really far away, and here we are. We're adults. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and it's you pretty a, wild. You
3: made a pact, though. What the pact that you and your brother Francis, who drums in White yes. Mystery and sings, yeah, not as much as so, you do though, and not I, as I, look. I'm not putting him down, but you're the one with the voice in the band. Yes, he's, he's, the, he's the a complimentary voice. Singer. Because people hear your voice, it's like it's like. Well, what if uh, the Tony uh, Tony Iommi could sing like Danzig? That's what it's like. That's what you are. You're nice. You're half Tony Iommi, half Danzig.
1: And I got the the Wayne Kramer hair. Yeah, and the same birthday as Wayne Kramer. Actually, speaking of MC5, See? April 30th.
3: It's, all, it, it's all starting to add up now.
1: Yeah. I hope we come back to new York soon, but we're we're playing Memphis for the first time since we played like Goner Fest years ago,, uh-huh. so we're ending the tour in Memphis. I think that's march twenty second we're playing with Alicia Trout, you know from Law She's Sounds great. and yes uh, you know I'm a huge fan of her. um We're about to see a lot of bands down in Austin too. If any of your best show for life humans tuning in are going to be down in Austin, they should tweet to me and, and let me know what they're yeah. up to also.
3: Yeah, and where can people get all the info on the band? Where do people get the white mystery, uh, the lowdown?
1: <laughs> the deeps. Uh, yes. Whitemystery.com. Yeah. So, Whitemystery.com. And uh, our last name actually is White. Yeah. And uh, we really are brother and sister, but we're a little more of a stoner rock band.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's just heavy... What's it like? Mm. Look, I'll never know what this is like because I, I I I do my thing and it's me blabbing into a microphone, hiding <laughs> in a room like a like a like a, a coward is what I do. But you're up no. on a stage. No, no, don't worry. I'm not. This is I'm not even putting a judgment on myself. <laughs> but you're up on a stage. What's it like, Miss Alex White, when you're on that stage and you got the guitar going? Mm. And then you're up on stage and you're going raw, 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 and like you're <laughs> and you look at the faces <laughs> and you just look at people when you're just you're just blowing them away. What's that what's that feel like?
1: Well it's definitely exhilarating and I'm really somewhere else kinda of mentally when I'm playing. Um, you know, the concept of like Dionysian frenzy where you're just sort of transported mentally uh somewhere in some sort of super force parallel universe. It's uh pretty sweet. The last couple of shows have been awesome. We played in Nebraska, Omaha and Lincoln and Iowa City. The shows are packed. Um and Tom, people love you, dude. They love you for what you do. Well,
3: that's nice. I look I'm not again, I'm not here to, to, to look I'm not looking for compliments. But like look. are you like
1: are you writing like surfing the wave of like exhilaration like when you're doing the best show? Are you like, Oh, this is me. Yeah,
3: it is. Like you're and feeling I it. it. I love it. I love yeah. it. It's the best. It's my favorite. Yes. Absolute favorite. It's my favorite thing to do, just like it seems like this band is your favorite thing to do.
12: Yeah, it really what is. about
3: what about the pact that you and your brother agreed <laughs> upon where you would not get your hair cut for ten years? Yes. And right. you would not neither of you would fall in love for ten years.
1: Or 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 you know, it's possible to fall in love, that's, that's hard true. to control. You, but uh what no, we did make a pact in 2008 is that we basically wouldn't make any exclusive agreements. So what that ended up kind of manifesting into is, like, we wouldn't be on a record label and, like, sign some, you know, sign our lives away. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we wouldn't sign on to a booking agency where we could only exclusively work with them forever, you know, because we enjoy that process of connecting with people and booking the band and whatever. But what it kind of spilled over into is that um we wouldn't have, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends that would deter our attention from, you know, rocking. We were playing like two hundred and fifty shows a year at one point. You know, going to Europe twice a year. It's it's really hard to maintain a healthy relationship yeah. um romantically when you're constantly like you can barely take care of yourself. And I think that that really helped propel us forward. Um You know, because we've been able to make rock and roll our careers and only that. So it really helped with the focus part. But now we're coming up on, you know, we're like a month and some change away from that completely changing. And I will have to find a mate.
3: You will have to find a mate (laughs) now. Yes. You're not, there's not, you're not going to extend the pact as on like a six month.
10: No,
1: not like a, it's no.
3: like whatever happens after the 10 years happens.
1: Yeah. I think Francis is like already, he's ready to settle down. You know, he's had different girlfriends on and off, uh, or gal pals mm-hmm. as to avoid the legality of our contract. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really interested to see what the next chapter of my life looks like, mm-hmm. um, it's been a really good decision, though, staying independent. You know, back when we started in 2008, people wouldn't book you if you're a DIY band. And now it's considered to be very hot, uh, where a lot of artists are, you know, DIY, quote-unquote, even though they have management and labels, but it's a hot term. Yeah. And we've been riding out the storm and the rogue waves this entire time. And it has been a beneficial decision, I think, yeah. because,
6: yeah. you
1: know, we own all of our masters. Yeah. We don't owe anybody any money at the end of the tour it's very American entrepreneurial kind of you know success story um and I've enjoyed it and we actually just recorded a a bunch of new music too and uh, we're gonna have second season of white mystery TV launch in april uh, so we have a lot of really cool stuff yeah. coming up you and do it. you
3: do it. this is I'll say this. There's so much <laughs> stuff, you go over to WhiteMystery.com, dot, WhiteMystery.com. Yeah. Yep. You see all the albums, all the things, the White Mystery TV, you gotta, you guys have so many different things going. I'll say this, you are, you and your brother, and what you've built. It's very inspiring, because look, I, I, uh, this studio got built, what we're doing mm-hmm. here, this is our own, we're not a part of a thing here we're mm-hmm. doing this thing it's like we're on our own doing this and it's a you yes. feel like you find these other these other people doing maybe they're not doing the same thing as you but they're doing it in in a similar way and a similar mm-hmm. fashion and you're just like oh this is these are my these are my brothers and sisters in arms we are out there Great. Right. why don't you throw that door open a little more forcefully next time i thought i was about <laughs> to get arrested Dude, yeah, is the dog stored. is the doggy coming no, in do it do the door open I, I thought the feds were here
1: <laughs> they're raiding the best show look out yeah, everybody
3: i thought I was <laughs> a, middle talking about how i'm doing on my own then suddenly i thought i was getting hauled <laughs> off it scared me yeah so um yeah no you're doing it on your own i t- i can't give you and francis to a lesser degree francis um <laughs> Oh, I give you both all the credit in the world and I'm Thank so. you. And you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to play something from this this Helian Blender record. How about I Yeah. Do that? Paint Yo and, uh, Nails is that the song?
1: Paint Yo Nails and if any of your best show show ferrarians or however you call your best show heads, yeah. they want to tweet to me at Miss Alex White. Uh, I'd love to love to chat okay. with them, and thanks for the opportunity okay. to catch up with you, Tom, and yes. have a great episode.
3: Of course, my friend. I will talk to you soon. You have take a great night. Take care, man. Tom. Bye. 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 That's nice. Alex White, Miss Alex White checking in. has handed me two packages of – oh, okay, I see what this is. Wait. How many, Oh, these are the things. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to take calls. I'm done with this. This guy can call back next week, Mike. I said no calls. This guy's still called. People gotta listen. Listen to listen to the the kid. When the kid speaks. Mind, mind. Sorry, my friend. No call. No more calls. That guy. Uh, the guy blew it. But you know who else blew it? And when I say it, I mean sp- your speaker out. Is, white mystery. Let's hear something from them. They're, they're, they got the record Hellion Blender. This is Paint Your Nails.
12: Park,
0: what's up, Mike?
12: I don't own I I don't own a Yankee wool cap. Sorry.
7: Come on. You don't?
12: No, I don't wear caps, so I don't wear hats. But that's oh no, it. I
7: remember. I remember in '76
12: you had one on. No, you don't remember that, Mike, because I did not. I, I, I don't. I don't wear one. Sorry. So you know, you probably you weren't there in '76. So what are you talking about?
0: Uh, hey, Mike, I have a question about Murphy. You've got to admit, what this guy's doing in in the playoffs is everything a guy like Rick Nash can do
12: one thing for Peyton Peyton the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John okay and listen this is a big moment first of all I have no idea why Papa John's on the field shame on the NFL for having him on the field but if you're Peyton Manning you have enough money the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John okay it can't be and if I see that as a commercial I'll throw up enough you make enough money the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John after the game one thing for Peyton one thing for Peyton Peyton the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John okay and listen this is a big moment First of all, I have no idea why Papa John's on the field. Shame on the NFL for having him on the field. But if you're Peyton Manning, you have enough money. The first guy you kiss can't be Papa John. Okay? One thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John.
6: Okay?
12: One thing for Peyton. Peyton, the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John. Okay? And look
4: I fell in love in the front seat of a 56 Ford at a drive-in movie sliding over toward a girl in shorts and necking a little on a bench seat, no gear shift in the middle. She was young and eager. It didn't take much to slip her in gear and let out the clutch, but the beautiful bench where we performed our feats has been replaced
12: by two bucket seats.
8: He came up to me, says Coach. I got diarrhea. (laughs) Well, he came up to me, says Coach. I got diarrhea.
6: Please...
0: Know that. It's not like they're going to come here and save us. They're just here giving us the warnings, and if we don't learn the lesson here, then we'll go through another reincarnation, Then we'll go someplace else, and we just keep doing it until we finally learn the lesson. They're just trying to give us the warning while we still have time to turn it around. The aliens are way ahead of us. We were also told by American
7: officials that other things might be associated with the flying saucers, such as mental phenomena. So in
0: 1950, they knew there was mental phenomena that you Fly the craft with your mind, because they picked up a live alien at Roswell. And as Cat Stevens is in his song talks about being on the ship. They fly it with their mind. And so in 1950, they already knew that. They had a live alien that was talking in their heads. They captured Roswell. They knew there was this mental aspect that they really can't get at. And Dr. Eric Walker, when we interviewed him, we asked him, what about A.J. 12?
9: I don't know who makes the law for last, but not... I don't know who makes the law for that slipknot But the bones of a minion men are uh, whistling in the wind Cause they tied their laws with a slipknot
12: Tell me who
9: makes the laws for that slipknot Who makes the laws for that slipknot Who says who is going to the calaboos Get the hangman's noose or the slip knot.
2: By this amazing band. So for a $1 pledge, you will receive a four-part download of the audio interviews with the Rascals conducted by myself and Dave Martin. For $25, you will receive a digital high-def video download of the entire show. And that will be yours exclusively, because it will be a long time before it ever gets released, if it ever gets released. And you will receive the audio interviews as well. A $50 pledge, you will receive exclusive DVD and audio CD of the show. Again, long before it's ended release, if it's ever done. plus the video download of the show and the audio. The show is called Once Upon a Dream, and we're calling the hundred thousand dollars pledge to dream of the pledge. Before the show begins, there will be a 270-degree projection. Various 60 icons all over the walls and the trim in front of your face. We will include your picture and name, right alongside Jimi Hendrix, and Mark. And you'll see the downloads of the show.
5: If you want to cool it, I can help you restore your mind and body. You're listening to ASMR with your host, Arthur Fonzarelli, otherwise known as the Fonz. You've got to find the thing that relaxes you. For example, my motorcycle relaxes me and my office relaxes me which you know is the bathroom at Arnold's. So let's use visualization to focus the mind and provide a mental vacation from your worries. If you've got a comfortable place to sit You should sit on it. Imagine a peaceful place, a tropical getaway. A peaceful place for me is riding my motorcycle around the city, or my apartment above the Cunningham's garage, or looking at my wall, at the pictures of my love interests like the Hooper triplets or Pinky Tuscadero or Roberta Rigoboni, you're listening to ASMR with Arthur Fonzarelli. Listen to this. Your mind is drifting, you're taking a nap, you are becoming rested, restored, kind of like when I, working on my motorcycle, I feel rested and restored. Mr. C. <laughs>
2: The best show will not be heard tonight. Please enjoy the following
11: programming in its place. The best show will not be heard tonight. Please enjoy the following programming in its place. The best show will not be heard tonight. Please enjoy the following programming in its place.
3: was a couple of those calls knocked me out one call two calls did then the guy uh, fumbling when you call the show you know what's going to happen all right this is not let's take should we take calls oh well, we'll go back to calls final half hour here of the best show 201-332-3484. You didn't have the screen, Mike. Don't worry, you're out. You're off the clock. You're off the clock, Mike. Best show. Hi. Oh, hey, is this Tom? It is, yes. Hi, Tom. Uh, this is Bobby in Austin. Hey, Bobby. How are you? I'm fantastic. Um,
9: I, I, I love the sound collages so much. They're just genius.
5: That's well, nice of you to say.
9: Um, I, I was only calling because, um, I wanted to, uh, let you know, and I, I think you already know because we've sort of emailed about it, uh, that we're doing a, a best show, um, and Friends of Tom, Fan meetup at South by Southwest this coming week.
3: That's right. If you're at South by Southwest, when is that now? That's going to be on Monday at two p.m. Yeah, if you're, if you're at South by Southwest Monday at two p.m., there's a, a, a listener meetup that Bobby has been kind enough to put together. And yes,
9: myself and my friend Johnny.
3: And where can people get info on that? They
9: can get it just on it at, on our on our website you know at Southwest com
3: on schedule I love it and what are you going to do with this thing what are you going to
9: Well gotta- you know we're we're coming up we're trying to come up with some fun stuff for all of us there's probably going to end up being a a pilgrimage out to the uh to the to the mural that is behind uh you know the 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 fine establishment uh Barracuda wow. uh, which, in Austin
3: which is still up it is
9: still oh, that's up. That's awesome. It is indeed. I love it. Yep. Me too. Um but I don't know. I just wanted to 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 have fun and, and I figured there's gonna be a lot of cool people who are in town for various reasons during South by Southwest and it'd be fun to to all link up and, you know, talk about fun, uh see see whose schedules meet up and, and go see bands together and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, it's a, it's, it's really cool that you did that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, we're, uh, it's very flattering. And you let me know, which, this is what I'll say. You take, if whoever shows up at this thing, Bobby, if you get their, if you get their email address, get everybody's uh-huh. email address, put a pad out. Well, sure. honestly, I can't picture it's going to be you and your, your pal staring at each other. You can, I hold, hope there, not. You can hold this thing in the front seat of your car probably. <laughs> but you just put a pad out, and I'm going to, I'm going to, it'll be, I'll make it worth everyone who shows up, to, not worth, I'm not going to send you a, a check, but <laughs> everybody will get something.
9: Well, that's awfully kind of you, and we're, we're only doing it because we're all big fans, and we love the show, and, uh, I, you know, it seems like the right time and place for a lot of people who do love the show to hang out and 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 trade trade cool rumors about what bands are going to be around. Oh,
3: that's awesome! And uh, who are you looking forward to seeing at South by Southwest?
9: Well, you know, I uh, I know that this band Super Chunk, Chunk is playing yes. uh, once or twice, and that sounds yeah. pretty pretty awesome to me. Very exciting. Um, uh, and God, I don't know. It's on the spot. Like, there's there's a million bands, but I think you know the the cool thing about about South by is you can kind of wander into random places and see bands that you've never heard of and and never will ever see again in this Mm -hmm. country and, and walk away saying, Oh my God, I saw this band that was, that was mind blowing. And maybe you'll see them again on tour a year from now at a place that was bigger. And
3: I don't know. That's the Uh, thrill. That's the thrill of it. Well, yeah, people should go People should go to the meetup. They can track it down on the schedule, you said, the South by Southwest schedule?
9: Yeah, it is on the schedule.
3: All right. And, like, please keep track of who's at the thing, and then we'll figure it out, and it's going to be a fun time f- head for all. And I appreciate yeah, it. We, we're trying minute. to come up with some cool surprises. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Okay. Mike. Nice guy, nice guy. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, it's Kurt in Brooklyn. Kurt in Brooklyn.
8: What's up, Kurt? Hey, uh, that was me who called and fumbled earlier. Sorry.
3: Oh, so you're the one who... Ah, interesting. Very interesting. How are you? Yeah, What's what's going That's all right. What's going on, Kurt? I uh, built an Ikea
8: dresser tonight. Okay. How's that working
3: for you? Well... uh, It's finished. Okay. I love it. in the bedroom. What are you going to put in it? Socks? Yeah. Pants? It's filled. It's already filled with clothing. It's already filled with clothing. You did it. You built it and you immediately loaded it up. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Anything else? How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Anything else, my friend?
8: Yeah, yeah. Last time I oh. talked to you, I was reading a book about the making of rumors written by the engineer.
3: That's right. Yes,
8: yeah, so and I I told you it was like really weird. I kept on talking about a dog scooter. Yeah. So, in the last chapter, he kind of like he revealed that scooter is the dog on the cover of
3: Tusk. Ah. So it's like a little bit of a, 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 a shocker, a big reveal that the dog oh, yeah. in the studio turned out to be the dog from the the hit Fleetwood Mac album, Tusk.
8: Yeah, it almost was like all of the, the anecdotes involving Skirt that seemed really out of place. Like he just put that in there just to get to that final reveal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it wow. kind of
3: worked. It sounds like seat of the Pants* reading. Yeah. Yes. Are you also the guy who did this that that the documentary thing on yes. Kurt Vile? Right, that's you. The Courtney that's Barnett right. Kurt Vile thing.
8: Well, half of it. I yeah. mean, Irene, I admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: how uh, that you have that? Do? It went live last week. Did you get a chance to it? It did not. I did not check it out yet.
8: Mike. You know? Mike told me he saw
3: it. Mike what did you watch it Mike? Did you like it? I did, but
6: I him mm-hmm. I
3: wish there was a scene of you know Where did he say yeah, Mike Mike said that he watched it and liked it a lot, but he wishes uh, there was a scene of him and Jello man, uh Paul Paul vile. <laughs> so maybe there's a director's no. cut in the well, No, I wish one.
6: too,
8: but it just you know, we we're we we're editing some things, you know, it just doesn't always work out that way.
3: Mike, you're on the cutting room floor. It's a hard business. It's not called show friendship. This guy's not your friend. This guy, this guy saw your footage. He he swapped you out. He he threw it. a threw your footage out. Backstage at the Kurt Vile Courtney Barnett show, he saw my. You saw Mike. You saw Jello Man. You just said, "Nope, not good enough for my movie." <laughs> Right. That's a different movie. Well, you can admit. Look, just admit it. He wasn't good enough. He didn't make the cut. You can admit it, Gert. Mike's a big yeah. boy. He can handle it. Right. You it's can, true. Boy. Yeah. Just say it so he can wrap his head. Give him a little bit of closure on this.
8: Um. Mike, you. Weren't yeah, good Mike. You yet. just weren't. The footage wasn't really compelling. Yeah. There you go.
3: Backstage. You made me say it. Yeah, well, I didn't make you say it. You, you didn't make you say nothing. I, I gave you an opportunity to say it. Mike just said you won't be in his documentary. <laughs> Mike's making a documentary about fraudulent documentarians. Now, what if, what if this? What about a thing me and Mike? Just a thing of me and Mike, just. Just out and about. What if you have a movie of just the two of us, just walking around, right? What about that as a movie? Wouldn't that be a movie? Let's think about it. Me and Mike, just the two. Hey, Mike, what about a pod? Not even this. Let's forget this guy, Mike. Right. First of all, if we're gonna make a documentary, we're gonna we're gonna shoot. Uh, I gotta we gotta cast a wider net than the guy who did the, uh the the Courtney Barnett Kurt Vile doc. We will open it up to the, to the Errol Morris's of the world and the, we'll see who's out there. We'll see who bites. But what about this, Mike? A podcast. And look, this is i know look, I already know this, Mike. Think about it. No duty. No Pat. It's just Mike and Tom. Right? Just talking. Those two guys are a million miles away. Yeah, I can record it. You think I can record it? This guy, look. It might not sound as good as when Dudio does it. I can still drum it up. I can still drum it up. Does this guy think it's alchemy that he he throws a, a mic on and gets it to record? Right? Yeah, he waves his magic wand. That's how he, he's a, Dudio's turning into like, you know, he's he's like a, he's like a lawyer or a mechanic. He wants it to seem like prohibitively mysterious what he does. And then you like watch it. He clicks on like four things and then it records. Oh, that's the laugh. That Dudio, that's the laugh. That's the Dudio laugh. It just means you, like, that's the Dudio laugh, the that's the that's the that's an actual laugh from Dudio. that's him actually laughing at something the laugh before that was the <laughs> like the you mu-. like that's what he says with that previous that's an actual honest laugh that previous laugh was not a laugh it came out la it was him expressing something completely different in laugh form right mike look i get it i do it too we all do it. The game within the game. Because, look, just like this guy, Kurt, he's plugging his documentary. Where can people see this documentary? YouTube. YouTube. And yeah, he's saying, like, Friends Ch- of Wonder. Yeah, he's saying, what's it called? Friends of Wonder. Friends of Wonder. What's that mean now? Well, you know, it's about Kurt and Courtney's friendship, and it's about the
8: Friends of the Lowe's, the volunteers that run the dirty oh, right. city, Loves.
3: Because there's a theater in Jersey City called the Lowe's where this was filmed, and uh yeah, yeah, it's
8: a it's a wonder theater. So you know, just kind of put it together.
3: Yeah, I got to check this movie out. How long is it? Like thirty-five minutes. Thirty-five minutes. Because still couldn't find uh, thirty-five. You couldn't find fifteen seconds of that to throw Mike in your movie. You had thirty-five minutes of real estate. You couldn't you couldn't throw Mike and and Jello Man in the thing for five minutes. Five. Well no, I tried I couldn't even
8: get you in there.
3: Yeah, no, well I told you I didn't want to be in there and then I was gonna yeah, sue you if you put me in. So that's yeah, why well, I was not in your movie. Yeah. But uh right. you put you, you Mike wants to be in these things. <laughs> what do you think about that? Mike, would you do that show? Just me and you talking. But real life too. We drop the all the facade. We're just we'll just start rapping. Right? That'd be nice. Kinda like the old days, huh? Mike wishes the old days would come back. The old days. Before when Dudio was uh Dudio was listening to the show on his computer. Pat was listening to his show on the computer. And it was just Tom and Mike. The old days. He's gotta share the ball. Means I'm the ball. (laughs) <laughs> well, look, we'll all check your documentary out, and I, I will say, seriously, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed you couldn't fit Mike and and Jello Man into it. You, there was well, there wasn't I'm, even a. Because yeah, the thing, who who said the thing had to be thirty five minutes? Could it be thirty six, and you throw a minute of them in. You put them over the credits. You couldn't put them over the credits. o Man's not in it either. Oh, this is not a positive thing that you didn't find room for him. You're just digging, you're just digging the hole deeper now, my friend. I'm Who, trying to make, I'm trying to make Mike feel better. Who's in this thing? Who's in? Did you, did Kurt, did you cut Kurt out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes of a guy, Mike said it's 15 minutes of a guy fixing an organ. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's it's pretty compelling stuff. So it's a guy what? Playing and tuning up an organ or something. What is it? I got to check this are you, movie out. Are you asking me or Mike? I'm asking you, Kurt. <laughs> uh, there's, there's
8: there's a couple of organ scenes. There's a scene where Kurt is is messing around the organ, and then this um, this serious organ player starts jamming, and it's it's kind of cool. And then there's another scene where the guy lifts you know the, the theater organ lifts
3: out of the floor, it rises and but you couldn't get Mike, Sounds you, couldn't great. Cut, you couldn't cut that third organ scene to get Mike and Jell-O-Man in your movie. Tonally, it just did not fit. Mike, tonally, it did not fit. You guys can be in a different movie. Right? Why don't you take the same footage and make a different movie out of it? That's an idea. Mike and Jell-O-Man. Right? A P Mike <laughs> and Jello man, backstage. What about that? <laughs> well, Tom, if you don't like the movie, I, didn't, I don't know. I can't wait to see. It. Look, I can't wait to see the movie. Look, between you and me. Wow, well, it's been okay. out since Friday. Okay, well, what 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 am I supposed to clear my schedule for your movie? It's that's four days ago. Well. Yeah, write this down, uh, and Mike, do me a favor, write this down. I know I was, uh, trying to help my, uh, sick relative over the weekend, but please, uh, if you can forward <laughs> along any calls that I, I can't help that sick relative anymore, I've gotta, I've gotta he- watch the Kurt Vile uh, organ documentary. I had till Friday. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. You're right, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. It was selfish of me. I had four whole days to watch your movie, and I didn't. I didn't, and I feel terrible about it. So it's okay. It's okay. I'm now over I, it. now. I'm gonna ru- now I'm really gonna rush to watch it. You just <laughs> did it. Now that movie, you just movie. Your movie slid below uh, La Bette Humaine on my list. The, the the Netflix thing I've had out for seven years. <laughs> You're 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 behind that now, my friend. I just, movie, in, I just
8: dropped in just dropping the queue. Yeah,
3: your movie fell in my queue, my cue of life. <laughs> your your movie just fell in the queue of life for me. Friends of what's it called? Friends of the organ?
8: I just realized. I wonder if Friends of Tom inspired that title.
3: I wonder. Huh. What what uh, what's the movie called again? In all seriousness,
8: Friends of Wonder. It's, it's on the uh Kurt and Courtney YouTube page.
3: Okay. I had a whole four days to watch it. I'm I'm sick to my I'm just sick to my stomach that I, I disappointed you and didn't get a chance to check it out. Um, yeah, I, I will do better. I need to get my priorities straight in life, <laughs> and and watch. Uh, a, a movie about a thing that I actually saw with my own eyes. Okay, okay,
8: but, okay, I, I bet you watched, okay, there's a movie about two of your favorite artists Yeah. And one of your favorite cities. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it's one of your favorite cities, but it's a city that mm-hmm. you spent a lot of time in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, what did you watch over the weekend that was more compelling than that to you?
3: Um... What did I watch over the weekend that was more important than that? Um, Yeah. um, You watched the Oscars. No, I didn't. Did you? Um, watched some of it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. So, have you been listening to Meet My Friends, The Friends? No. Oh, no, no, not yet. Yeah. I really okay. want to though. Oh, oh, oh wow, well, What's up. wrong? You couldn't carve the time out for that? They've been out since the first week of January. You've had two months to listen to those. They're only ten minutes long. You got me there. I saw I, I saw that trap as soon as you, yeah. as soon as I stepped in you it. You know why you saw the trap? Because it's your trap. It's got your name on it. You stepped into your own trap, Kurt. Look, I'll watch your movie, okay? No, I don't appreciate... That don't mean a lot to me. I don't appreciate the weird guilt trip about it that I didn't get to watch it. Like, look, I didn't get to see Black Panther yet. I didn't get to see your movie yet. I'm going to see that before I see your movie. I didn't get to see that yet. Well,
8: listen, you don't have to to spend 15 bucks on a ticket to see my movie.
3: Yeah, but I want to see that because it's a, a thing to. I've been waiting to see. I saw you make your... Oh, get off my phone. Oh... Why am I fighting with that guy? Why? Put him at the bottom of the list, Mike. He's below Avalanche Bob now. He's below... uh, He's between Avalanche Bob of this universe and the one from the other universe. The list goes Avalanche Bob, Kurt, the filmmaker, Avalanche Bob from the other universe. And then, above all of them, my screening of La Bête Humane, which might even be on a format, I don't even know if it plays at this point. I think I might have a a laser disc of it. Oh, boy. Best show, hi.
5: Hello. Hey.
3: To to whom am I speaking?
13: This is Daniel. Wow, it's really quiet. Wait, let me turn it up.
3: The okay. signal's quiet? I
13: turned it up. There, now it's, it's a little bit better, but it's it really very quiet. quiet. It is quiet, yeah. huh? I can hear you
3: though. You I can, can hear, hear you. That's weird. I have it turned all the way up. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. To whom am I speaking?
13: Oh, this is Danya. Sorry.
3: Oh, that's, no, you said it. I, I'm sorry. What, what's going on oh. tonight, Danya?
13: Not much. I just, call because i've been wanting to call for a couple months now i haven't gotten a chance to in a while and uh i wanted to just try to see if i could call right after kurt vile and then i did
3: oh that was not kurt vile that was not kurt vile that was the the guy who made a movie about kurt vile and courtney barnett playing a show in Jersey city
13: oh i thought that was him you were talking to and that's why he got so much airtime
3: no, that's not, I don't know why he got so much airtime, honestly. That's a fair question. I'm not sure. I will probably never watch that guy's movie. Sorry. Look, I'll watch it. I'll watch the guy's movie. I think uh maybe it's great. I don't know. I'll watch it. I don't know why he had to pull the guilt routine on me. <laughs> I like the guy. The guy seems like an all right guy, but he's, he's trying to guilt me into watching his movies as quickly as possible. I'm not a family member. whatever so what's going on Danya? anything else
13: oh well, not much I was going to go to my studio tonight and I I didn't go and so I just ended up sitting at home and then I remembered oh yeah that show is on mm-hmm. and I've been listening and I don't get a chance to call very often or listen live so I thought why not I'll call in live and talk to Tom Sharpling
3: well that's nice I appreciate it Danya, and I, I hope you're well and uh, I am yeah. And, uh, I hope I hear from you soon. I'm gonna go home cause the snow is coming down here. Is it snowing? Yeah, it is snowing. I miss the snow. It's snowing here. I gotta get home. I gotta get, You're everybody's lucky. gotta get out of here safe.
6: Alright. Alright, thanks, thanks for
3: the call. You have a great night. Alright. Alright, let's end the show. What was that, Mike? What was that, Mike? I don't know. What was that show? I don't even know what that show was. I pictured it going one way and I had notes for it, the whole, for all these notes to go one way with it. And none of those notes tracked. And then it went a completely other way. I don't know how I feel about anything right now. I think I'm in a really bad mood about how the show went tonight. Well, of course you did. You also enjoy, you also enjoy watching someone slip on the pavement. Right? It's no different than that. It's no different than when you watch somebody eat it uh, as they, as they uh, step on their shoelace leaving the, the quick check while you're in the parking lot blasting the uh, Avalanche Bob album. Oh no, he, he didn't listen to that. He I mean, moved past. He was not interested in that. Yeah. Now, why would I expect? Why would he be interested in anything I'm saying on my show? He's he's uh, he's 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 uh he's out. He's out for four years. Four-year ban on Avalanche Bob. He's out. He's out for four. Four years. Kurt, the filmmaker's out for 11 years. He's got an 11 year ban and I'm going to have his movie removed from YouTube. <laughs> the studio is suspended for, for trying to talk about the equipment like it's magical somehow. He's in, the, that's the laugh of just, that's the, you, mother, like, I'm telling you. Look, Mike, am I wrong about that Dudio laugh? That one, nine out of ten of his laughs are the most authentic, genuine thing ever. The one laugh he did was him saying, I don't think this is funny at all. You piece of, like. And Mike, I love the guy. I love Dudio. love Pat. love you. Great. This, This is a great group. Great group of guys. But uh yeah. Someone's gotta go. And it might be me. Maybe I'm the maybe I'm the, the one that don't that the one of these things just it ain't like the other. Don't belong. We'll see. Man, well, I think there's something to the idea just a show where it's me and Mike just rapping. Right? What if we even do what if we do it like in Bayonne, live from Bayonne, not even live, like just, just like a, a Bayonne, we go to a place in Bayonne and we just talk. Would you do that? Yeah. Well, you know, Bayonne, you know, you might attract the wrong element in Yeah. Get the wrong element. Yeah. If well, a lot of to it, so maybe we don't do that then. We'll figure a thing out. I think there's a fun thing. We'll do it in the next few weeks. It'll be just me and you talking. Mike, the other guys, they're gone for this. They're gone. They got their things. This is just me and you. Right? It'll be nice. Get back to basics. And then I'll do one. I'll do one. It's me, just me and Pat, uh, shooting the breeze. Right? What do you think? Would you do that, Pat? And a heartbeat. I like that. And then there'll be one where me and Dudio uh uh shoot the breeze. How about that, Dudio? Sounds great. It's a real look. The snow's coming down. I I just realized if I don't get out of here, I am gonna end up snowed in with these guys. Especially after this weird show tonight. Probably be the worst thing that could ever happen. Suddenly be like so much weirdness in the air. And now we're all stuck here together. No, not happening. I'm going to say uh, good night to everybody. And we're going to play something on the way out and we will be back, uh, next week. Our friend, uh, Joe Firestone will be in studio with us. How about that? What do you think of that, Dudio? That Joe Firestone. It's one of the best. And I'm going to play on the way out in tribute to the Kurt Vile Courtney Barnett documentary. We'll play something from that album they did together. Um, this is a, a song called, uh, play Continental Breakfast from the album. Uh, uh, lot of sea lice on Matador Records. And, uh, yeah, let's check it out. Everybody be safe in the snow, and we'll be back, and it'll be fun, and talk to you soon. Bye bye. One, two, three,
11: four.